Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. From the Kiss 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Oh. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. This is 5 in 7. Oh, here we go by requests. If this is your first time hearing the Roz and Mocha original game 5 and 7, it's very easy. No, it's not. <laughs> Hello, Damon Moore. <laughs> what are you talking about? Very simple. We will ask Maury, a.k.a. Wheezy, to name five things. He will have seconds, seven seconds to name those five things. <laughs> Maury, are you ready? Yeah. Maury, name five animals with flippers. With flippers? Okay, dolphin, uh, whale, um, flipper. Um, loser. Did you just say... <laughs> Flipper as an answer to animals that have flippers. Especially yeah. when you had already said dolphin. <laughs> uh, penguins, sea lions, yes, dolphins, whales, turtles, all animals with flippers. Uh, Maury, moving on. Name five words that rhyme with cancer. Pantser, manser, um, cancer, pantser, manser, spancer. Loser. Uh, I have a question. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's a mancer? What's a pantser? <laughs> that was going to be my follow-up question. I have an uncle named Mo Pantser. Right? A pantser mancer? <laughs> uh, would have given you dancer, oh prancer, my God, uh, I am a lancer, answer. I would have given you necromancer. <laughs> what's that? Like a like a wizard, somebody who talks oh. to the dead, kind of oh. control. Pantser mancer. Come on, the man. Pantser mancer. More. <laughs> uh, moving on. On at five and seven, Maury, name five things you normally spread before you eat. Cheese. <laughs> uh, Loser. <laughs> Maury would have given you butter, jam, peanut butter. I would have given you Marmite had you said that. Uh, I mayo, mayo. So how do you spread cheese? Spreadable cheese. Well, that's a whole other thing, what, man. Nutella? <laughs> Nutella, thank Nutella, you. Yes. yes. Come on, bro. All right. Um, moving on. Stop being some pantser, man. Okay, next. Maury, name five major cities in provinces east of Ontario. Um... Major cities and provinces east of Ontario, Prince Edward Island, Etobicoke. Um, uh, loser. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Prince Edward Island and then Etobicoke. <laughs> 
you want to try again? Yes. Okay. Okay. We need seven Maury, seconds on the board again. Maury, <laughs> name five major cities in provinces east of Ontario. Okay. Um, Hamilton, Niagara Falls, um, uh, Calgary, uh, Prince Edward Island. Uh, wow. The first three were still in Ontario, bro. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to try it one more time? Okay. 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 Maury, yeah. name five major cities in provinces east of Ontario. Okay, Quebec, um, Calgary, Edmonton, Alberta, Saskatchewan. Um, oh my God, Maury! Winner. Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't counting. Me too. First of all, you started going way west, yeah, my way man. Way west. <laughs> like way west. Uh, Maury would have given you St. John's. St. John's would have given you Halifax. You could have said Montreal. Montreal. Quebec City would have given you Moncton. All those. Because those are east. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Dartmouth. Oh, my God. Dildo. All of them. Would have given you all of them. But you went west. Okay. And then started naming provinces. <laughs> also, Niagara Falls. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have time for one more? One more, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maury, name five things that work better when oiled. Okay. Um, bicycle, um, oil can, um, tricycle. Uh, Loser. Yeah, that's an oil can. <laughs> I guess an oil can would work better when oiled. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Maury. I would have given you a chain. I would have given you an engine. You could have said a massage. Uh, I would have given you a, a a sticky or creaky door, a sharpening stone, an electric go. razor, all things that work better when oiled. Also, an oil can. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, there was a... Do I have two seconds here? Yeah. There was a story back in September where the guy in the UK kept calling 911 and just burping on the phone. And so he would call 911 and they would say, hi, 911, and then he would just start burping. And then they actually tracked the dude down. Well, here's the clip. This is when he was calling 911. Cash Oh my God. Yes, hi. I, I mean, obviously, I know what you're doing, but you you did this. You did, you were doing this the other day. Hello. <laughs> okay. Oh man. So he was like tying up the lines. A repeat offender. The yeah. guy's like, man, you called last week, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, so that guy obviously they knew who he was because when you call nine one one, they know exactly where you're calling from. You track everything. You ding bat. Uh, anyway, the burper got six months. <gasps> I thought it was going to be like, I thought you were going to say, oh, they find him like, you know, no. $5,000 or something. Six months? Six months. Oh, no. Can you imagine the conversations that he has to have now in the joint? <laughs> like with his wife? Oh, no, sorry. In the- <laughs> <laughs> no, in the joint with other people who oh, are there no, for no, maybe not violent crimes, right? No, like, can't. what are you in for? He's like, no. I burped on the telephone <laughs> calling 911. I burped. Cash emergency. <laughs> yes, hi. I, I mean, obviously, I know what you're doing, but you, you did this. You, did, you were doing this the other day. Hello. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, things got heated in the condo of the Damage. Oh, again? Last night. Can't they you go guys through just this. put up a Christmas tree without Every fighting? Every single year, they go through the exact same thing. This is where- Damage Maury and his husband, Damage Matthew, by the way. Damn it, Maury pissing off his husband. Oh, no. 
again. How do you know that's the bottom one? Because it has the pointy part. I think you stick this into the hole. You don't worry, you're pushing down on me. You're trying to push it into the hole. Lift it up right now. Which, what do you want me to lift up? The whole tree. With the stand? No, without the stand, because it's not incorrectly. That's as low as it can go. It has to grab the rivets. Shut up. Did you grab the rivets? I don't know what the rivets are. I don't know why you're pushing down on me. I'm going to shove this whole entire thing up your I need you out of the way. Twist the damn thing. You do it. You're more muscular. Twist than me. the thing. Is it in? I don't remember it being this big. <laughs> Not looking pretty. I don't know what happened. The pickle goes behind. I don't want to see a pickle on a tree. Where do you want my pickle? Back behind the tree. Those go in at the end. How do you... You've been putting this tree up for like 11 years. Why? I don't understand. Why can't they go now? <sighs> That's, I'm just going to take it off anyways. Like, you can put it, but I'm going to remove it. How can we do that if we haven't... We're not done with the ribbon yet. There's beads now to put up. Beads? Yes. I don't know why you're taking that. I'm going to stab you in the face with this. You know, you don't need to, like, put your hands on everything after I touch it first. I'm only trying to help. You're not helping. I've been telling you, you're not helping. There, those two are perfect. Do not touch them. I'll break your face. Get that thing away. Get it off the tree, Maury. I'll break it. I swear God, I'll smash it. Oh, no. It's the one Jewish ornament. Maury, it's red. We're not putting red on the tree this year. We've done that for three years in a row. Mustache tickles. Okay, can we not? <laughs> I don't know why I have to put up with this. Mustache tickles. Lean in. Lean in. No. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So Saturday night, the Leafs got destroyed by Pittsburgh. Yeah, it wasn't good. What was even the score in that Six game? 6-1. Oh, God. It's yeah. brutal. But the big story of the game was during the Leafs sort of when, when it was all done, like when they were just getting slaughtered, there was a shot in the audience with a guy sitting next to a, like a girl, like teenagers. Yeah. And she grabbed her phone and took a selfie and he smiled for the selfie. And then as soon as the selfie was over, his face just like dropped and it was the fakest smile to the most like realist look I've ever seen in my life. And it immediately became a meme. People were like sharing it everywhere. It went viral. His name is Costa and he's here with us on the Razamoka show. What's going on, dude? I'm great. I'm great, guys. My first interview, you know, I'm really excited right now. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn. Uh, Wait, are you like really excited or are you like fake excited? No, I'm really excited. Oh, I'm okay. so yeah. right now. Because we can't tell with you, man. <laughs> no, I'm being, I'm being honest. I'm being 100% real right now. I'm so excited. Okay. Right. So, how obsessed with her phone is your sister? <sighs> she's, she's always on it 24-7, you know. I'm just trying to have a conversation with her sometimes. We can't even make eye contact. Yeah. Always on her phone. So you you obviously like are trained to play along when she takes a selfie, right? Oh, 100%. Okay. By now, you know, I've been living with her for 17 years, but yeah. I'm used to that. Right. <laughs> so you guys are in Pittsburgh watching the Leafs get slaughtered by the Penguins. 6-1, right? Unfortunately, yeah. And out of the entire time that you're sitting there watching the game, how many minutes do you think your sister actually watched the game versus... Her being on her phone. Okay, well, she was on her phone for 30 minutes of the game. Half the game, I'd say. <laughs> All right. Um, Especially, you know, 
the Leafs started losing early, that's when the phone usage started. Your the the when your smile turned to just like disdain, what was going through your head at that moment? Like like are you even thinking about anything then? Like you're just sort of forced to smile for your your sister's dumb picture and then you go back to reality. But what was going through your head that moment when you dropped your smile? Let me tell you. So at the time, at the time, it was 6-1. Yeah. So I was nothing but upset, disappointed, frustrated. I was all that stuff. Obviously, she saw that, yet she still has the guts to ask me, hey, let's take a picture. The nerve. The nerve. She had that. All right, so you guys make it on TV. Yeah. And everyone sees, and it goes viral immediately. How soon after the footage hit television did your phone start blowing up with either phone calls or text messages? Right away. The second it happened, I got a phone call from my friend. I pick up the phone call at the game. My friend starts screaming at me, you were on TV, you were on TV. And then I was so shocked. I was like, oh my gosh. It was absolutely wild. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I was already everywhere in the span of three minutes. So what does your sister think about all this? <laughs> my sister was going crazy. I showed her. She couldn't believe it. She was lost for words. <laughs> she didn't say anything. <laughs> Start texting all her friends? Did she apologize? <laughs> no, no, not even. No. She, she was the one telling me, listen to this, listen to this. Yeah. She was the one telling me, I got you famous. You're welcome. It was crazy. <laughs> all right, Costa, uh, you and your sister were in Pittsburgh the other night watching the Leafs get crushed by the Penguins. Uh, she was on her phone most of the night. You faked a smile for a selfie <laughs> all of a sudden on TV everywhere and uh, went viral. Thanks very much for joining us on the no Roz and Mocha Show. Right on, bro. Thank you, guys. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Talk about getting those uh, gourmet meals and breakfasts <laughs> with Air Transat. Uh, created by celebrity Quebec chef Daniel Vizina. It's interesting. I Years ago, I took Anthony Bourdain's advice. Um, he was so brilliant in so many different ways. But Anthony Bourdain said years ago that he never eats on airplanes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, because the food is generally not that great, but he likes to arrive places hungry. That was his whole thing. So he, yeah. never, he never ate on flights. And I started doing that. I would just simply drink. Right, yeah. I would just drink yeah. a lot of wine and maybe nuts if they offered me nuts. <laughs> Get that nice little buzz. <laughs> yeah, and that and that was it. And then we took the family trip on Transat, and we were able to sort of dip into this menu, this menu that they have uh, from Daniel Vizina, and it was hands down the best food on an airplane I had ever eaten, mm. and I didn't regret it at all. Like I never had that thing of where I'm like, oh God, I shouldn't have eaten that plain food. I shouldn't have. Th-. It was incredible like Roxy didn't finish hers and I finished it for her like sure. I had two of the meals bonus yeah because it's so it's so different like it's just a different class of food that you would normally expect to get on a flight it's well, crazy each meal served with a salad dessert and a glass of wine yeah uh, the chef's menu by Daniel Vizina is included when you fly in club class on air transat plus a limited number of meals are available for purchase on flights to Europe and south in economy class but you got to pre-order that yep. 72 hours before your flight which is not a problem get on it man a gourmet menu to celebrate vacations of course uh, reserve right now at airtransat.com here we go the Roz and mocha show podcast okay i gotta show you guys something maury shem get in here uh did you guys see the new snapchat filter 
I don't have Snapchat. Oh, right. You actually, have Snapchat, No, I, sorry, right? I, I do have Snapchat. I just don't know how to use it. I'm not allowed to use it. Why not? Because Matthew thinks that I'm only on it for boys. Oh. <laughs> okay, as a grown-ass 40-year-old man to hear you say I'm only on it for boys. That's, that's just so all sorts weird. are wrong. That's so weird. Okay, dude. so Snapchat that's launched so this new filter, right? Okay. And everyone's going to be using it today. Okay. What is it? It's called Time Machine. Is it like the old the filter we saw before where it made you look old? So you remember a few months ago that one filter that, yes, it made you look old. The old filter. Right? right. And then Snapchat also had a filter that made you look... Like a girl. No, like a baby. <laughs> yeah. Bless Excuse you. Me. So what they've done was combine the two. Old baby? No. Oh. No, 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 no. Benjamin Button. No, not old baby. Okay. So you have, when you open Snapchat, you look for the, the, the time machine... Uh, filter, right? Okay. And it's got this slider on once you put the phone up to your face or to somebody else's face, yeah. and it's got this slider, and you slide it all the way to the left, and you're a baby, and you can slide slowly all the way to the right, and it ages you to oh, normal all the way till you're old. Maury, you want to try it with me? Maury, try it. Look at this. How do I do this? Okay, come here. Here, I'll come over to your side. Okay, here, watch. Okay. Okay, ready? Here. This Okay. On your Wait, phone. Let me fix my hair. Oh my god, I look like a little girl. Okay. Okay, ready? Okay. Yeah, look, yeah, look, yeah. Look, look. <gasps> oh my god, look at me. I'm a girl with a goatee. Like a little baby girl. Okay. Okay, watch. Ready? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't look <gasps> any oh, come on. <laughs> doesn't look any different. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Right? Look at you. As a baby, baby yeah. Roz, you still got a little bit of a beard. And then you slowly, there's teenage Roz, regular, like five years ago Roz, mm -hmm. today. And oh, can I see teenage Roz? Roz? That's like okay. Hold on a second here. Can I just say something? You know how the because uh, I, I was a big fan of the old filter, the one that made you look old. Yeah. But can I tell you why I like that and why I don't like this one? Why? You know what the old filter never did is it never receded your hair. I know. The new old filter <laughs> recedes your hairline, and I don't yeah. like that. Watch my hairline change. I have a beautiful hairline. Look at there it goes. It's gone. <laughs> That's not cool, man. No, get that devil thing away okay, from me. We have a problem, though. What? Is that Shem did it on my face. Yeah. And baby or old, I look exactly the same. Nothing no. Nothing, nothing changed. No, and, and the old is just me. <laughs> I broke the app. <laughs> I don't like that. It takes away my hair, man. But how do I see teenage draws? So that's the... Dude, that sounds Stop, so weird, dude, man. Go back to you. <laughs> Listen. And again, you know what? You shouldn't use it because you're into it for boys. <laughs> <laughs> like, Matthew's right. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right, yo, uh, the Roz and Mocha Show. We're heading out to Texas real quick to talk oh, to uh, a dad who took over his 15-year-old daughter's social media account. Yeah, so Larry Sumter, uh, his 15-year-old kid, Madeline, got busted sneaking boys into a sleepover. And what the deal was as punishment, the parents said to the daughter, hey, listen, you can lose your phone and all social media for a month as punishment or you can lose your phone and social media for two weeks. But during that two weeks, me and your mother get to take over your account. Ooh. She chose the two weeks, and they've done nothing but blasted out embarrassing videos. Yo, Larry, what's up, dude? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good, man. How are you? Good. Have you uh, put anything up on the gram yet or TikTok? Uh, we did last night. We put up a new one last night. What'd you put up? Well, we, we put up a, the Catch Me Outside girl. I don't know if you've ever seen that on Dr. Phil. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how about that? Yeah. We know. We know yeah, quite well. 
this this conversation so far is exactly what you'd expect from a dad who took over his teenage daughter's social media accounts, by the way. Have you ever heard of the Cash Me Outside girl? <laughs> uh, okay, so the deal was this, is that you gave your kid the choice um, after she got busted doing something she wasn't supposed to do, that she could lose all social media for a month or lose it for two weeks, but during that two weeks, you get to take over her entire social media, Right. Right. Okay. And what when when you decided to do this, how far were you thinking that you would go with the sort of online public embarrassment of your kid? Oh well, we we knew we'd go all the way because we do this kind of stuff all the time with our kids. <laughs> right. Uh, what embarrass them? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> here's here's my here's my question. Here's my question. Uh, what's your uh, what's your wife's name? What's a, what's a mom's name? Her name's Tanya. Tanya. Why? Here's what I would do, okay? Is if you really want to embarrass your kid, because I know you did like a lot of stuff with you and like a crop top playing guitar, singing embarrassing songs. If you really want to mortify your daughter, okay, why don't every day you just put up pictures of you making out with her mother? <laughs> That's funny because when we do that in front of her, she dies. Yes. Like, so why don't you just, why don't you load her social stream with just pictures of you guys Frenching? <laughs> how about that? Yeah. How about- <laughs> <laughs> like for real, like that's, I don't, don't worry about the costumes, man. Don't go out of your way to like put like these elaborate things together. Just pictures of the two of you, her parents Frenching all over her social streams. She will never do a bad thing again. Yeah. That would probably be worse than the things we've been doing. <laughs> um, so Larry, has your daughter, Matt, has she said anything to you guys yet about any of the uh, the social posts? Well, at first she was like, I kind of want to see what y'all can come up with. Oh, challenge. Yeah, it was a challenge for us. So after the first day, I picked her up from school and she came out and was like, I take the month. I want to take the month. So she didn't want it. <laughs> what has the reaction been? Have you guys had any backlash about it's not a it's not an easy thing to publicly humiliate your kid in 2019, regardless of what they've done? Yeah, we've had a couple of people but for the most part everybody you know said great parenting parenting win just more more for it than against it really the only negative thing really is her username on her tiktok account (laughs) which is what (laughs) which is what skinny biatch one two three five (laughs) (laughs) how about that (laughs) so do you think she's learned her lesson i think she has but the thing is no one wants us to give her phone back. Well, Everybody he... wants her to stay grounded. Oh no! Yeah. yeah. And uh, before we before we let you go, how far into the two weeks are we right now? So today will be day ten. Okay. Oh, so almost done. Almost done. I'm telling. I'm telling you, man. Again, we're talking to the to the parents of the 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 teen girl who broke a rule by sneaking dudes into a party, and uh, they took over her social media account as punishment. I'm telling you guys, you have to just for the next four days just nothing but nonstop pictures of her parents, the two of you Frenching. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's like, if you're going to go out, go out big. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> hey, Larry, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to hang out with us on the Raza Mocha Show. Hey, you're welcome, man. We appreciate it. Later. Catch me outside. How about that? Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update.
Hi, Sonia. Welcome back to the Raza Mocha Show. Hi. So this is an update here, and we've been dying for this update. So we <laughs> originally, t- how long ago was it that we talked to you even? Uh, it was before I got married, so probably like December. Wow. Okay, cool. So you wrote us this originally, Raza Mocha Fixed My Life. I'm getting married in three months, and my fiance and I have been together for eight years. The closer we get to the wedding, the more I panic about marrying into his family. Wow. We had a great relationship before we got engaged, but something shifted, and now I'm noticing a lot more uh, underhanded comments at me and uh, about your family. The worst part you say is that your fiance's accepted a loan from his parents to buy a house because you guys couldn't do it together and your folks didn't make enough money. Uh, you said that you were feeling really guilty and inadequate and it was making uh, you less excited for your wedding. So how did it all turn out? Oh, yeah. Good times. Oh, oh um, no. <laughs> Oh no! What happened? <laughs> um, like nothing really happened. Is, um, I think like we ended up buying the house, obviously. Yeah. And we got we got married, and everything was fine. But it's just like, ugh, like it didn't get better. Like there was no like, there was no showdown. I feel like so it just felt like everything was like bubbling under the surface. But now that we live on our own, I feel like we see them less, so they're nice. And you were having problems with his sister, right? Yeah, and that's the one that like didn't get better. That just got worse. Oh, really? what happened? Wait, wait, before before you tell us what happened, <laughs> Sonia, because uh, I know one of the things that Roz said was that, because uh, he asked if your fiancé at the time had talked to his family about this. Did that conversation mm-hmm. happen? No. No, <laughs> no he still did. Man. No. No, but it, I think it's because, like, we don't really spend that much time with him anymore. Yeah. And and the, the same fight we keep having is that He's not catching those moments. He's not catching those comments. But now that we're not, not living there, there are a lot. There are fewer and far apart. So sometimes I'm not even catching them. Right. But um, but the ones that we are catching now are from his sister, which is like a million times worse now. Okay. Really? So, so, so what what's, happened what's with the sister? In? Yes. What's this drama with the sis? Oh my God. Okay. So for our wedding, she didn't even she she wouldn't even sit with the family. And on the day of our wedding, she showed up to his parents' house for breakfast. And she was just trashing us. And his other sister, who I'm close with, told me. And she was just saying, like, oh, well, maybe if they were having this stupid wedding, they'd be able to afford a house on their own. And and she's like, yeah. And it was just, and then making comments that every time we see them at family events, like, for instance, I, we had to get a second car because we live up north and yeah. the, the transit system's not that great. So we had to get a second car. So I ended up buying a car. And she was like, and they tried, like, this beater. And they're like, oh, well, we wouldn't buy a brand new car. We, we're, wait, we're, sa- we're saving up. But that's why we're buying a bigger house, and like that. Oh my god! We're smart with our money. Is your sister-in-law? It sounds like she's like super jealous. Honestly, I don't like to say that, but I kind of feel like (laughs) right. If these digs are at, oh, you don't need to buy this, or you, oh, look at you, you can afford that. It seems like she's jealous of the situation that you're in with your husband or where you guys are in life. And she's maybe not there yet. No, she's like, she makes like a ton of money. Like oh. she's very successful at what she does. Oh, so she just legit hates you. Yeah. And uh. I don't know what I did, but I feel like she's, our values are really different. Like, for instance, like I like to enjoy my life and have friends and, you know, do yeah. things. And she's like, well, I have a very high interest savings account, and I've paid off my mortgage in five years. Is the uh, is the sister married? Yes. Which, by the way, she got married this summer, and we were not invited. <laughs> oh, whoa! Hold on. So your sister in law got married and didn't invite her own brother? Yeah. <gasps> she, and we haven't spoken about it 
ever since. We're not allowed to bring it up. Like, uh, Wait, but you guys still see each other? We do, and that's why it's really, really <laughs> awkward because, like, his parents were obviously at the wedding, and and they texted us, like, after, and they're just like, oh, by the way, they got married, and then um, we're like, oh, congrats, and then they tried to, like, I feel like they're trying to act like they didn't go, but obviously I'm getting updates from his little sister being like, yeah, we were all there, and <laughs> I asked them, are you going to invite, you know, and they were like, oh, that's not really her responsibility to do that. Yeah. Wait, but what did the brother, what did your husband, her brother say? He was, like, annoyed, but he wasn't surprised. He was yeah. like, well, huh. we know how she is. Wow, that is so awesome. Awesome. So, and one of the things that we had said to you originally uh, when dealing with all this family drama was that you and your husband have to put your relationship before anything else. Otherwise, it'll tear you guys apart. Do you feel that that happened? Do you feel that you guys are now the sort of number one priority between the two of you and everything that happens with his crazy family is just so secondary? Yeah, I definitely yeah. feel like we're a lot better because after I talked to you guys, like I talked to him and he had him listen to the podcast. And I feel like coming from me, it just sounds like a nagging girlfriend. But when he heard it because he loves you guys, yeah. he's like, okay. Yeah, like he's like, what, he's like, if I'm gonna try to catch, I'm gonna try. He's like, I'll just like, I'll stand up for you. But Good. he's like, it's just, it's a matter of catching it. Good. And I was like, well, you need to get better at that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, well, Sonia, uh, thank you so much for the update. We appreciate it, and we love you for it. Oh, thanks, guys. I love you so much. No, and uh, and we're happy that this, this family dynamic or lack of. Uh, didn't <laughs> didn't didn't disrupt the uh, the relationship that you have with your uh, with your husband. Thank you. Yeah. You take care. Thank you. You too. Bye. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. Oh, the majority of people say that they would rather get a heartfelt gift than an expensive one for the holidays. I agree. Um, no. No, Maury? No, I tried that. I yeah. gave Matthew a heartfelt gift for the holidays, and he still hasn't felt the heart, so right. Well, that. I think that your heartfelt gift, though, was what you thought was a heartfelt gift, as opposed to actually... the, the anniversary present? Okay, but hold on, but heartfelt gift. is from my heart. No, 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 you're faking it, though. You're like... I'm not faking it, I gave yeah. it 10 Are minutes. you talking about the one that you gave to him that you made in here, like, a day or two days before you were to give it to him? Yeah, but it came from the heart. No, it didn't. You thought that you were doing something that would appear that it came from the heart. You didn't actually do it from the heart. But he doesn't need to know that. No, but that's the truth, though. That's For sure, the truth. but that's why once it didn't I go gave over it to well. him, it then came from my heart. No, it what didn't. What was it again? It was a jar of wishes. It was a jar wishes. of wrapped up memories. Oh, right. wrapped up memories. Right. Hold on a minute. Yeah. That was the same day you sat here... After the show, and you were in a rush, and you said, "Hey, Roz, give me some memories." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. that's not hard. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. You wanted me to provide you with the memories of your relationship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, frame photos people love. Uh, handwritten notes people love. Photo books they love, like old school photo albums people love. Yeah. Uh, custom mugs or cups people love, and uh, also at number five is custom pillows and blankets. Roz, oh, wow. yeah. Do you still have the custom a mug I gave you. Stop it. You never gave me a mug. <laughs> yeah, I did with my face all over it. Oh, no, I don't have This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, it's Roz Hello. and Mocha. Morning, how are you guys? Good, how are you today? Good, good. What's your name? Connie. So what's going on, Connie? I just wanted to phone and say good morning to you guys and hope you have a great week ahead and I enjoy listening to you guys and if I don't listen to you, I'm very cranky. Oh, <laughs> that's why you got to listen to us all the time, even our podcast. Oh, I do. I do. Okay, um, okay, great. I don't know how to do the whole podcast thing. I think I'm a little oh. off on that. Well, oh. let, let's try to help you out. I what kind of one uh, of my kids. What I'll kind of a phone kids. do you have? An iPhone 8. On your iPhone, you should yeah. already have, it's preloaded there. Yeah, the iPod thing. 
No, the podcast app. Okay. All right. Within yeah. the podcast app, I think the, uh, the the icon, the color, it's like pink or purple. Right. You open that, and then in the search bar, you just type in Roz and Mocha. Oh, okay. All right. And then and a that- picture of us will show up, and uh-huh. a little button, a circle with three little circles inside. You're going right. to hit that button, and you're just going to hit subscribe, and then all the episodes should start downloading to your device. Okay, so then I can listen to it at work offline? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Once you download the episodes to your phone, you can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of cool to know, because I didn't know how to... And you know what? Like, even, well, my my youngest is 16, but even, like, when we went years ago down to see the Black Eyed Peas, you were in the booth, so we got a picture with you. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then another time I got one with uh, DJ Climate. But anyhow, I'm not a crazy old uh, groupie or anything. I just wanted to say that I really <laughs> nobody's, enjoy... Nobody's no. accusing you of being a crazy old We appreciate old you, Connie. Come on now. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, if you have any problems downloading the, the podcast, either ask yeah. one of your kids to help you out or feel free yeah. to call us back and we'll try to walk you through it again, okay? Okay, so have a lovely day and thanks for making my drive to and from work always a great event. Aw, thank you, Connie. We love you lots. And can you just do tell people that are driving in the passing lane that if they're not going to pass, and I know that Roz will say, listen, if I'm doing 120 and people want to do 130, that's not on you. And I get that, but I'm talking about people that are doing 100 in the passing lane. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So going to speed don't, limit. Don't drag me into this, okay? <laughs> I don't want to have well, this. The last time we talked about this, I fought with people for a week. I don't want to have this. I'm done. I'm done with the driving fights. People are too passionate about it. Thank you, Connie. Okay, have a wonderful day, guys. You All too. Right. Bye-bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, you got Disney Plus, yeah? Ah, uh, love. So the new live action remake of Lady and the Tramp that, is on no, there now. No spoilers. No spoilers. Because Jenna and I are going to watch it this weekend. Okay, cool. No spoilers. Please. No spoilers. No spoilers. I promise you, okay? Okay. No spoilers. <laughs> Sounds like a mariachi band. <laughs> no spoilers, senor. No, no spoilers. Uh, so, Yvette Nicole Brown, who is in the film, she was in Toronto and promoting the movie. She was in Community. Remember her? Yes. Yeah. And... You know, the famous scene in Lady and the Tramp is, of course, the oh, spaghetti. Spaghetti. Okay, so no spoilers. No spoilers. Okay, so we all know that. That's not a spoiler. Do they do that in this new one more? Yeah, okay, they do. How they get the uh, also, dogs to do that? No spoilers. Okay, I can't say. <laughs> I can't say. Uh, I can't say. You said no spoilers. So no spoilers. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, Damon Mori goes to interview uh, uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, yeah. and... He, I guess, was pitching the idea in the room on the fly of possibly doing the <gasps> recreating the spaghetti scene with her. But Maury showed up not with a delicious bowl of pasta. Yeah. No spoilers. Not with a big delicious bowl of pasta, but, but? At, at the beginning of the interview, Maury reaches into his pocket and pulls out a single Ziploc bag that has one strand of cold cooked spaghetti in it that, that had been sitting against his hot thigh for I don't know how long. That's disgusting. Okay, so here's how that went down. 
know. I got to tell you this, though. Yes. So I, I had this whole plan, and then my husband was like, that's really creepy. What? You shouldn't what is, do that. What do you want to so do? So I, I, I was at home, and I ordered off of Uber Eats, like, a big thing of spaghetti, just so that I can bring some of the strands. For us to do the for thing. For us to do that. My husband's like, you can't. Do, he's, a, he's a publicist. He's like, you yeah, can't do I that. I think your husband might be right. But I wanted to at least bring the strands of spaghetti for me to so you can appreciate the effort Listen, I put into it. I will tell you that I appreciate the effort. But I have no desire to do that. <laughs> no spoilers. That is disgusting. <laughs> it was in a bag. Like, it's hot, too. Why didn't you just cook a piece of spaghetti instead of ordering it off Uber Eats? Because, like... Also, no spoilers. No, but it just seemed easier to order it off Uber Eats. Easier than cooking one single piece of no, spaghetti? No, so I ordered a whole dish. I ate it all and then saved two. But, like, did you save them as in you opened the dish yes. and then you removed two? Or did you just keep two on the plate after you had eaten all around them? I kept two after I ate all around them. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There is an Apple employee in Bakersfield, California that just got fired because he took a photo from a customer's phone Mm -hmm. and texted it to himself. This woman brought her phone in to an Apple store Mm -hmm. and she was frantically deleting all these pictures, these sexy pictures she had of herself on her phone before she wanted to hand it over to the the employee. Okay, so but why was she frantically, like what was the emergency? Because she had to take it to the store, I guess there was problems with it and yeah. she had to get it fixed, right? So she made one of those genius bar appointments okay. where you have a, a one-on-one with an employee. Okay. So knowing that the employee would have her phone in their hands mm-hmm. to help her with the with the problem, just in case mm-hmm. she wanted to start deleting photos, right? They moved her appointment up. She didn't get a chance to delete all the photos, hoping that this employee would not discover any of them. Okay. So she took it to the store he had asked for her password twice so he could unlock the phone to fiddle around with it, whatever, right? Right. I guess he ended up finding a photo that he really liked and texted it to himself from her phone. Oh. And she didn't realize until after when she got home, she was looking through her messages and she's like, what's this weird phone number that like there's no contact name attached to it? It's just a phone number. Right. And then she opened it and realized it was one of her photos. Oh, snap. Going to this mystery number, uh-huh. which ended up being this the dude guy at the Apple store that's in California. Cool, man. So then, obviously, he yeah. got fired. Yeah, that's not cool. There's like a level of trust with your geniuses that you have to assume. For sure. You they're know, not going to start texting your nudes on your phone to their phone. Anytime I've ever been to the Apple store and the employee who's helping out. Yeah. First of all, I've never left my phone with them. Yeah. But anytime uh, they've asked me to like put in my password or do anything with the phone, they always made me do it rather than yes, uh, them do it. Yes. Or if they were to walk away, they would be like, okay, I'm going to the back to do this, 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 and this. Yes. Here is your phone. Yes. To make sure that yes. I'm in possession yes. of it at all like, times. That, that's not a normal thing for the, somebody at the Genius Bar to ask for your password. It's not normal. They don't normally do that, do they? No, no they don't. No. They There's should a- be saying, 
hey, enter your password here. Yeah. Right? You should be allowed to, I'm not a huge fan of taking nudes. One, because I don't want to look at them. Of myself. Right. You know what I mean? Nobody does. Right. Of me or of themselves? Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about you. No. Oh. Wait a second. What are you saying? What are you saying? Continue with your story. <laughs> no. I think you just dissed me, but I don't what? know if you did or not. No. No, you didn't? No, not okay. at all. Okay. Anyway, what I was saying is I'm, I'm not a... What? <laughs> what? What? I'm not a huge fan of... Like, I don't take nudes of myself and just leave them on my phone. Yeah. Because for what? Like, am I going to go and look at them later? Like, why? Like, when you have nudes on your phone, like, even if you send it to somebody, mm-hmm. right? What is it still doing there? And I'm not blaming this woman at all. It's your phone. You can stock it up with nudes all you want. But what do you do? So anybody who, like, takes nudes and sends them to people, because I understand that's a big thing. Yeah. Sending nudes. But what do you do with them after you've taken it and you've sent it? Does it just stay there? Like, do you ever go back and relook at it? I assume like, people what, leave. What's it doing there? The to me, that just seems dangerous. Yeah. Right. And again, I'm once, not saying don't take nudes. Even once you delete the photo, yeah. Right? Let's say I'm going off of iPhone because that's what I own. Right? Yeah. Even when you delete it, you then have to remember to go to the folder that says recently deleted yeah. and clear all of those. Yeah, yeah, which is another scam. But what do you do with it when it's on your phone? Like, do you, how long does it live there for? Like, how long does it, because you're always going to be in a, in a situation. I think in the, in the recently deleted folder, it's like yeah. 30 days before it automatically clears. And I say automatic with air quotes so because they still exist though. somewhere. It's, dude, it's so dangerous. Yesterday, I took my phone out. I'm showing somebody. I wanted a specific picture of my kid yeah. that I wanted to show somebody, right? And I'm just scrolling through all my pictures. And they didn't do that thing of where they politely turn away while I'm scrolling through my pictures. Oh. They were sitting there staring at me scrolling through my pictures. And you know what a tiny little square of flesh looks like <laughs> as it's whizzing by. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we're conditioned to know what a tiny little square of flesh looks like. Right. I don't have that on my phone, but I know that that's what they were looking for. Right. Nor should you have that Right. Because nobody wants to see that. No. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. If you're going to the uh, Santa Claus Parade on Sunday... Hit me. Mainly sunny, high of zero. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Good. So, you're good. Santa Parade starts mm. at 1230, by the way. And What's that? 1230? 1230 at uh, Bloor and Parliament. Interesting time. And we'll end at uh, St. Lawrence Market. My favorite neighborhood in the city. I've never been. To St. Lawrence Market? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Never been. You, didn't you post a picture from St. Lawrence Market on your Insta of the Flatiron Building? Yeah. Yeah? That's St. Lawrence Market. No, but I've never gone to the actual market. No, that whole neighborhood is St. Lawrence Market. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I've been there enough times. I love okay. it. Yeah, yeah. St. Lawrence Market. I, I, I lived in that neighborhood for years. Yeah. And it was, it was just so dying. I lived at, uh, where was I? King and Church for years and then King and Young for years after that I moved I literally moved the block yeah we moved everything with a dolly by hand just walking it down King Street yeah serious yeah why would I rent that truck yeah there wasn't even a stoplight I was in between the two stoplights Oh yeah, you don't right. Have to. I like I oh, truck for what? He's loaded up. <laughs> they put it in drive and go. Burr, and yeah, that's it. yeah, right. Also, <laughs> I had no license, so <laughs> oh, it would have been, been illegal. <laughs> uh, but no, we moved. Uh, we moved over the course of a week just with the dolly. We'd get home from work every night and move a few boxes over. 
Do what you got to do, man. Yeah, it Whatever. was the, it was the perfect move. But that neighborhood was what about all... the couch on the dolly too. We just had super small IKEA couches, so you just threw them right on the dolly. Oh yeah, easy. Yeah, they weigh super nothing. Light, yeah, right. It's like moving a friend. Like it's just they weigh nothing. And then uh, we had one of the couches, and it was. Um, it was crazy because Seinfeld had either just like wrapped up, like it wasn't, maybe it had wrapped up by that point. I'm not even sure. But do you remember the episode where Poppy peed on the couch in Seinfeld? <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so my, uh, <laughs> so my, my oh, uncle was in town. Yeah. And it's, it's, it was an uncle that we had never really seen. Like we, every, every now and then, every decade, he'd like resurface in our lives and he would come and hang out. And he was always real cool and fun to hang out with. He smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> He's fun, uncle. Right? Yeah, he smoked, he smoked a lot of weed and he never had a job in his life. I think that, I think that, I, how he raised his children, I believe, was playing pool. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's a great, great pool player. Yeah, I'm not even joking. I, I think that he, uh, I think that he raised two kids off hustling pool. Wow, um, which is awesome. Fun uncle. Fun uncle. Yeah, and then so he came over and he was on our couch and uh, we woke up and we went to the hot house in St. Lawrence Market for yeah. brunch. It was awesome. It was great. And then we left and he left and he went back to the airport or the train station wherever it was. And then we went back to our place and my, where my brother and I are sitting in the living room when we were living together. And he goes, what's that? And I go, I don't know. What do you think it is? And he goes, did he pee on the couch? <gasps> and did he? Yes. Who had, who had to do the, the test? Yeah. What's that? Oh, you could tell. Oh, you could tell. Oh, you could okay. tell. Yeah. And my brother sort of lied on the couch and put himself in the position that he was in while he was sleeping. Oh, and no. we're like, yeah, to see if it like matched the silhouette. <laughs> and my brother's like, and again, listen, keep in mind that I'm like four or five inches taller than him, okay? It's like when you're figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. And so that couch went to the new place yeah. because we had no money and we moved uh, that on a dolly. The pea couch? The pea couch, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> also, you know what sucks? is like, You know what it's like that when you have a roommate, right? Where you each have the place where you sit. Yeah. Right? Like, you have your place, I have my place. Who and had the pea place? I was the, my, oh, my couch was the pea no. couch. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. When I came out of the house this morning to get in the car with more, I walked over to the car and he wasn't in the car. Oh. And... I looked down the street and he was like 20 feet away from his car. Okay. And then, like I, and in then I, front of the car? No, or behind? behind the car. Okay. And then I just saw the lights on his car like go on and off and then the doors unlocked. Okay. And then I looked in the car and Maury was in the car and then I just heard Maury's voice from like 20 feet away crying? Go. Hey, go on in. I'm just a uh, gassy. Oh. And I was like, if you got a fart in the car, just oh. open the window, man. Yeah. Right? Logical. And if you're going to, like, and if you do have to, if it's that bad, you have to step out of the car. Stay home? Maury, why were oh. you 20 feet away? Why not just stand beside the car? Yeah. Well, and pass gas, and then you're good to go. Well, it's a double entendre. It's okay. Um, Here we go. <laughs> I can't wait for this. One, I was worried that had I have passed gas in the car and you got in like 30 seconds later, because that's everybody's luck when that happens, that you're then going to smell it and that would be disrespectful to you or you would judge me based on smell. I judge you for everything, though. I know. So why okay. add something else to the pot? So I okay. figured if I was 30 feet away, that 
the smell wouldn't waft its way back into the car. Like you think a fart from mm. five feet away is going to somehow work its way. I mean, I know you drive a Yaris, which is basically made out of paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> like it's good on but, gas. But do you think like it's going to work its way back into the car? Well, I didn't know which way the wind was a blowing. But how is it going to work its way into the car? I don't know, through that pipe out the back. I've never been the in exhaust. <laughs> the pipe in the back. Wow, bro, you're such a car nut. <laughs> I know which thing to push down to make it go. Oh, oh, settle down, gearhead. <laughs> okay. Bet you can't wait for that auto show. Hold on now. Hold on now. <gasps> Didn't somebody trick you, Maury, one time into putting a down payment on something at the auto oh, yeah. show because you wanted to date him? A guy I was dating, we went to the motorcycle show and he's like, you know, it would be really hot and it would. I would love it if you bought a motorcycle for us to share. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. So it was one of those like, you know, toy motorcycles, right? Okay, like car guy, keep it going. And <laughs> what do you mean toy motorcycles? Like, See, the, why did you have to say that? Well, just a whatever motorcycle, like the fun It was fun a motorcycle. Ones. Yeah, yeah. So I put down a $100 deposit, right? Uh, and then wow. he broke up with me the next day. And so I called the company. <laughs> they wouldn't give me the deposit back. Can you imagine you go to the auto show? How long had you dated this guy for? Like a week. Like a week. And so oh, a week? Yes. But I told the company, I'm like, sorry, the, the guy I was dating broke up with me and he, I don't need the bike anymore. <laughs> <This> <laughs> they're like, sorry, that's not a good enough reason. Have you ever been tricked into buying a motorcycle? Never. Never. No. <laughs> like, I think we, I, I was just, I was going to pull the room, but we could actually pull the city on this, yeah, right? Never. Like, I, I know we do stupid things on first dates, Yeah. right? <laughs> like where you, you, you sort of lie a little bit about your job and maybe you put lifts in your shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. We all do stupid things on first dates, but I don't think anybody, we'd have to go pretty far to find somebody else who bought a motorcycle to impress their first date. Well, you see, date. this just shows you I'll do anything for love. <sighs> I also don't get out of the car in order to fart. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hi, it's Keso. Just calling to say what a great job you guys are doing. You know, I've been listening to you guys for quite a number of years, and I on the road commuting about two hours a day and in the morning time so you guys make me laugh every single morning ah oh, thank you queso but who makes you laugh more Roz or mocha oh wow both of you guys oh okay but who's your favorite between Roz and mocha well that's a given it's you mocha oh okay <laughs> thanks Holmes <laughs> sorry Roz sorry <laughs> damn I had no chance man you're, you're not I his favorite no... and you're not the one that makes him laugh no I had no chance with this call <laughs> Zero. Hey, Queso, where are you from? You sound like you got a Trinidadian accent. Yes, I am. I am Trini. All right. Trini to the bone. Oh, okay. Uh, how long ago did you move to Canada? About uh, 32, 33 years ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's the okay. great thing about an accent. Uh, yeah. I was talking to somebody where they said that if you are like over the age of, I don't know what they had said, like 12 or something like that. So if you're over the age of 12 or 10, you will, you may never lose your accent. But if really? you're, but if you're under the age of 10, it's almost impossible to keep an accent. Wow. Yeah. It's uh it's really, it's really wild. That's why people who's like grandparents, like have lived here since they were like 15 years old and you can't understand a word they say. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, because it's just it's just the way your brain works with the, the way you learned words. It's really wild. Hey, Queso, being a Trini, what is your uh, your favorite like Trini dish? Your favorite Trini food item? Uh, fish butt. Fish butt? 
fish broth, like a fish soup. Oh, fish broth. <laughs> broth. Oh, <laughs> broth. Don't worry, Kate. So I understood what you said. <laughs> That's one of my favorite. <laughs> fish butt. Okay, <laughs> so much love to you, bro. Thank you so much for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. You're welcome, but take care. All the best. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, have you started watching Mandalorian? Hell yeah. Yeah, I watched episode one. Oh God, here we go. What? You don't like it? <laughs> nah. <I'll>... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Tell me this. <laughs> Are the next words out of your mouth going to be, here's my problem with the Mandalorian. Okay, so here's my problem with the Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And, and maybe I'm completely off base. Yeah, you on probably this. are. I understand that the pacing is going to be different because it's a TV show. I understand that the budgets aren't quite what we're used to with Star Wars. The so things don't look right. Also, there's a few things that don't where the the weight of things just looks off because of budgetary reasons. And, and I understand. Short I understand episodes that. too. I understand all that. I get all that. But but here's my thing. Yes, is to me the Mandalorian feels like a Star Wars show that was created by Star Trek fans. That whole first episode uh. with that guy who he had the bounty on, the green guy that then had to poop in the ship. You know to who that me, guy is? To, Side note? No, who's that? Horatio Sands. Who's that? From SNL. Oh, yeah, Horatio Sands. Okay, so anyway. So when Horatio <laughs> Sands is <laughs> in Blueface, yeah. right? Um... That whole sequence felt like Star Trek to me. The way that the character looked, the fact that he had just a regular voice, his the way he was written, the way that they joked, their interactions with each too other. Too much comedy. No, it just felt Star Trek. It didn't oh. feel Star Wars. Right. It felt Star Trek. See, that I was sort never of whole interaction. Into Star Trek, so I couldn't make that comparison. Yeah. Or, and then or I'm like, but, but maybe Star Wars as a TV show actually is just Star Trek. Like, I don't know. But to me, Mandalorian just, and I, and I don't really, I, I don't identify with that character yet. Because take your stupid helmet off. <laughs> Let me see that face of yours, right? Because I never like, I never, I never yeah. was a Boba Fett fan. Uh-huh. Boba Fett is a hugely overrated character in Star Wars. People that, gravitated towards him because he was cool. That I can agree with. And he was a bounty hunter, but he didn't do much. And then he died a pitiful death. Yeah. Like he didn't even go out in a blaze of glory. No, he fell. He fell. <laughs> Whoops. Right? And everybody now is like, oh my God, Boba Fett's my favorite character. Based on what, man? Anyway, Mandalorian, uh-huh. uh, to me, is great. Like I, I'm enjoying it, I but, guess. But it doesn't feel there's something off about it that I haven't been able to put my finger. All I know is that to me it feels very much like Star Trek fans made a Star Wars show. Okay. If that's a fair criticism. Sure. Right. I guess. Also the Yoda thing, the baby Yoda. Spoiler alert. What? Just in case Sorry. anyone hasn't seen Spoiler it. Spoiler alert. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello. Yo, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? Good. Okay, what's your name? Um, it's Ryan. Ryan. Okay, hold on a second, because we need clarification on your text. Roz, this is what Ryan said to us. Okay. Hey guys, could you call me? I have a surprise box of items from things talked about on the podcast, and I'd like to share more. <laughs> So, Ryan, what the hell? Okay, so I started listening to your podcast back probably, 
uh, the middle of August, my softball team was going down to Nashville. Uh, so I downloaded a bunch of episodes and started listening to you guys on the podcast. And I binged through probably about 40 episodes in like a week. Wow. wow. Wait, and, so in August, did you start at episode number one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Because we took a bus down. So we had a 15-hour bus ride down plus a 15-hour bus ride back plus all the time in between to like just chill and do whatever between the tournament games. <sighs> so I listened to a lot of you guys. So during the show... Um, I had found or I had listened to different things like your games like Pinch and there was an episode where Roz played uh, Maury like drums um, <laughs> like this is like early on days yeah um, Roz you were playing the drums on Maury's belly back. or butt I mean you've done what all was three it? I don't remember it was your back no you I mean You've done his Your belly, bum. his back, and his butt. Okay. I th- yeah, I played a lot of drums on more over the years. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I had this really cool idea where I'm like, okay, I'm going to start listening to the show. And anything that I could kind of think of to add to a box, I would do. So I'm getting together items like clothes bags. I'm getting some shirts made up that may or may not say I'm a smooth, cool dude. Shut up, man. And um, <laughs> some other random items that I don't want to tell you because I want to keep it a surprise. But for uh, it was more so made for your 10th anniversary, but I wasn't able to get the things together in time for your 10th anniversary. Yeah. And then you guys gave away the house, so I knew you guys were busy. So ahead of Christmas, I was thinking this would be a great little Christmas uh, surprise for you guys. Um, where I have this box that I could bring in and show you guys all the items that I've kind of thought of. <laughs> sure. So you're just collecting random things that we've discussed on the Raza Mocha show and just compiling them, putting them in a box? Correct, as a Christmas gift. Nice. So, <laughs> Great. So close pegs <laughs> and a t-shirt with the phrase Smooth Cool Dude on it. Can you tell us like what other, I, you don't have to tell us everything, but what other things have you gathered? <sighs> Some things like episode six was let uh, bye guys, be bye guys. <laughs> right. Uh, put that on the shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, episode 14, the brown mini shirt. Uh, <laughs> have a logo where it says, don't get me started, man, shirt. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of shirts, huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I know a guy, so I was going to get all these shirts made, but I wanted to make sure that you guys would be down with, like, coming to see the stuff. And, uh, the, one of my favorite games is Rub It On My Face, so I was going to bring some items in for that game so that we could potentially do that. Wow. Wow. Damn. You got a lot going on, eh, bro? That's amazing. That's amazing. I like this. Well, I listen uh, you guys a lot. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, you guys make me laugh every single morning. Yeah. Um, I've actually met all three of you a couple times. Oh, okay. And if you remember, I forget how many years ago. It was like four or five now. Um, but back when Maury was doing nude modeling and I was the guy that came in to describe his photos. Oh, and didn't, didn't, didn't we, you paid for that, right? Yeah. Which is still something I may or may not regret. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Did you pay like 50 bucks or something? Or was it 20 bucks? (laughs) To come in at the viewing party of Maury's naked photos. Maury nude? (laughs) Okay. Well, first off, it wasn't fall nude, which was better than what I thought. But, uh, yeah. Also, weren't you squatting in that picture, Maury? Weren't you nude and squatting? No. Wasn't that what it was? No, I was, I was um, presenting myself on top of a big speaker wearing a Sherlock Holmes hat and holding a pipe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Ryan, will you, uh, will you follow up with us? That's awesome. Once you, uh, you complete the 
getting all the items for uh, for this surprise mystery box? Yeah, I probably will have all the stuff set up uh, by the start of December, I want to say. Cool. All right, cool. Thanks, bro. Take care, dude. All right, see ya. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, I'm starting to feel like the holidays. Are you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What's I don't know putting why, you into the holiday mood? I don't know, you know? I, I don't know. Because we've had the tree up now for, we put the tree up last week, mm. and I don't know what it is. It just, I woke up this morning, and I really felt like holiday-y for the, it's like, the for, smell. Really for the first day. The smell of what, though? Like the smell, holiday smells, like whether it's the smell of eggnog or the smell of gingerbread. I find smells help put me in the mood. You know what I think it is? Mm. Is that today's so warm. It feels Maybe. like, it feels like a gift. Yeah, because last week we just got hit. Yeah, Bad. so today, like I'm in a great mood because today feels so warm outside that it feels like a gift, and that sort of puts me in like the holiday spirit because oh, I've already got nice. a gift. There you go. Right? I didn't have to unwrap it or anything. Ah, just showed up. Yeah. It's right there. Uh, yeah, no, so I'm, so I'm starting to feel... Uh, do you have I'm stockings? Do, like do you put yeah, up stockings? Yeah, we have our stockings up. Yeah, we get the stockings up. We get the tree up. Um, my tree's super tall, though. Is like, it? It's, oh my god, it's crazy tall. Yeah, it's like you put anything on the top. We don't have room. It touches the ceiling. Same. So, Our tree. So Roxy was just like, "Well, why don't we just put the Santa hat on top of it?" And I was like, in my head, I'm like, "Well, that's gonna look dumb." And then <laughs> Catherine and Roxy were like, "Get the chair, man!" And I was like, <laughs> "And I was like, okay." And then I was on the chair with the Santa hat, and for I don't even know. That's a maybe, really good idea, though. Maybe about a minute, I pretended like I couldn't reach or that I was at risk of falling and hurting myself. Oh no, you like your then, family. And, and then Catherine just looked at me and went, "Just do it." <laughs> You're going to be fine. And then so I put the Santa hat on it. It's like all crooked and wonky. Yeah. And then Roxy and Catherine both stepped back and went, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess, that's, I guess we're going with the Santa hat Mission on the tree. accomplished. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What do you guys know about this church that Kanye was speaking some stuff at over the weekend? The Joel Osterhaus Church? I only know okay? him from when the hurricane happened and he got slammed because he said that they couldn't have people stay there who were displaced because the place was flooded and then I guess they showed pictures of the parking lot and there was like a little tiny bit uh, of rain. Yeah. He got roasted for that and then they had to open the doors. That's they, all I know about that guy and he's inside, super rich. Inside the church looked totally fine. Right? Yeah, it was yeah. like a beautiful place. Oh yeah, yeah. But he's like he's one of these evangelists. I think he doesn't even spell his name. Well, while you look for that, but he's so he he's so rich and influential. Oh, in that world, I yeah. Uh, Kanye had his uh, yeah. his choir out there, and they were doing like gospel versions of contemporary songs. Okay. For example, "Say My Name" by Destiny's Child. Uh, Joel Austin is the guy's name, by the way. I made okay. a mistake earlier. Yeah, I guess here's the thing, man, is that there's probably one you know business in the world that is more lucrative than being a pop star. Where your fans give you all sorts of money, and that's doing it tax-free in a church, Ooh, right? And I think, Kanye, I think Kanye's figured that out. Well, Kanye was on the mic for a lot of his time in that church. The devil stole all the good producers. <laughs> the devil stole all the good musicians. Oh. 
all the good artists, all the good designers, all the good business people, and said, you got to come over and work for me. And now the trend, the shift is going to, sh to change. Jesus has won the victory. Now, the greatest artist that God has ever exist, uh, created is now working for him. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, yeah, of course he is. But it's so funny because <laughs> when Kanye says this stuff anywhere else, people are like, dude, come on. But you say that in a church. He, the man just like stood there and said, the greatest artist that ever walked this earth is now working for him. And they were all like, woo! <laughs> you know? And at one point, I guess somebody in the, in the church was talking yeah. so, while Kanye was talking. Oh, no. So that was addressed. There were Christians that were there that were not. Excuse me, brother. I, I go into these streams of consciousness when I'm talking. And when, you, when you're speaking in the middle of it, it, it distracts me. I really appreciate the support. But I would like for everybody to be completely silent so I can let God flow through me as I speak to you guys today. Like, he's, <laughs> like, come on. Like, it's true. Like, people are going to talk. You know what I'm saying? Uh, can you cuss people out in church like that for talking? I've never heard of that before. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've never been to church, but I've never. <laughs> <laughs> but I imagine it's not a place where you get cussed out. I know that God's been calling me for a long time, and the devil's been distracting me for a long time. Thousands of people are there, oh, too. Yeah, Thousands. And oh, when I was, you know, in my lowest points, you know, God was there with me and sending me visions and inspiring me. And I remember sitting in the, the hospital at UCLA after having a mental breakdown. And there's uh, documentations of me drawing a church and saying, writing a start a church in the, in the middle of Calabasas. And... Even after that, I went and made the, the Life of Pablo album. I said, this is a gospel album. And I didn't know how to totally make a gospel album. And the Christians that were around were too, uh, I would say, beaten into submission by society to not speak up and profess the gospel to, you know. People were into tough, it, though. Man. When People you, were into it. When you start getting ideas about going out into the hills of, Cal you know, of California and starting your own church, like th there's his, there's a bad look to that, yeah. you know, when the individual decides to start their own their own church. Because it's, people are like, "What are you doing?" Well, because the, the history of that it never ends well. No, not at all. Right? It does not. But maybe end. that's we, why now he's just going to all these churches of people in that world that he knows. I, oh man! And is doing what he really wants to do in yeah. his own church. Well, I mean, they talk about revenue streams, right? So why not one more? <laughs> and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and Mocha got you hi Teresa how are you good thanks how are you doing great all right let's try to fix your life okay so I started a new job maybe eight ish months ago let yeah. me just read first let me read first what you wrote us okay yes okay no you wrote us this Roz and Mocha fix my life I work at a place where there's a girl who absolutely hates me and is very hostile towards me and I have zero clue what I did uh, it's also a daycare so oh no. the kids can feel the tension oh no. uh, i don't want to i don't want to tell on her because it will cause more problems okay so go yes so she's just very i have no idea what i did to her she won't look at me she will purposely ignore me walk past me and say good morning to other staff right in front of me did you is your position 
in that classroom higher than hers? Like, would you be her, no. her senior or something like that? No, I'm actually lower than she is. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay, so explain explain hostile because they're like, are we talking absolutely hostile? Or are we talking passive aggressive, like pettiness? It's pettiness. Okay. Okay, so it's not necessarily hostile. You don't feel threatened. Yes, that's uh, true. No, that's true. Okay. okay. So normally when people are passive-aggressive, it, there's specific reasons for it because most people aren't passive-aggressive to everybody, yeah. right? So it's either that they're jealous, they feel threatened in some sort of way, you know, they are hanging on to a grudge or they're pissed at you about something that maybe you don't even know you did if you did anything at all. So to, to figure out what where the motivation for this is coming from, you can absolutely have a conversation with her. I don't know if this is something that you take to a supervisor or like any sort of mediator where you have somebody else who's higher than both of you sit down and try and hash this out because if it's just sort of pettiness and passive aggressiveness, they'll just say, no, I don't. Exactly. Could this be it, Teresa? Do the kids in the classroom gravitate more towards you than her or do you get the sense that they like you more than they like her it could be i know i'm more like happy like she's very like follow the rules strict to the book yeah and i'm more like follow the rules be safe but have fun Mm -hmm. yeah maybe she don't like that maybe she likes to run things her way and sees that you are getting in the way of how she wants to run the classroom. That could be. And maybe she's a little bit jealous that the kids like you more than they like her. It could be. Right? <laughs> I, I, I would say I would say that you can absolutely have a conversation with her. Yeah. Uh, just as two adults. Don't be aggressive. Don't try and come at this as like a, a, a as a point of a victim here. I think that you can recognize the behavior, right? Be kind yeah. in, 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 in addressing this with her and just say, hey, listen, we need to be, I would like to come to work and I think that you and I can both work on a solution that makes it, we may have different styles, but that doesn't mean that we can't work efficiently with each other. Yeah. And and sort of have that conversation, but I don't think that you need to take this kind of thing higher. I think that this is something that two grown women can can figure out themselves. That's exactly it. I didn't want to and I don't expect her to like love me, but no. just be polite. No, and then once you have this conversation, then you can sort of start building trust, like build a, a foundation with each other of something that you agree on. If you guys can find the starting point of philosophies on sort of your way of doing things and her way of doing things, if you can sort of find where those two those two places meet, you can always go back to that point. Right. And then you're going to go and do things your way. She's going to do things her way. But as long as you have some sort of common ground in dealing with kids and running a daycare, you're going to be okay. That's true. Especially if the kids, if you guys feel like the the kids can sense the uh, the tension in the room, right? A hundred percent. Thank you so much for your help, guys. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Hello, Vanessa speaking. Vanessa, it's Roz and Mocha. <laughs> I didn't say that. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Yeah, no take backsies. Uh, what's up, Vanessa? How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. So Vanessa wrote uh, a text to us, Roz, at nine two five triple five. So pissed at that new commercial that is inadvertently trying to slam Kiss ninety two five. Love you guys for life and have been listening since day one. And then I said, Wait, what? Which yeah. commercial? Thanks for the love. And then. Vanessa wrote back and said, yeah, they zoom in on the radio and it's turned to 92.6. Then this girl comes on and breaks the radio because she hates the station so much. So I don't understand which commercial it is. It's a commercial for another radio station. And I can't remember. It was like 102. 
something. I like, but and the song that's playing on the radio uh, is this girl just going over and over, going my butt, my butt, my butt, my butt, my butt. And then for who, Maureen? They zoom. That's funny. Yeah. And then they zoom into the 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 number of the radio station like that it's dialed into, and it says like ninety two point six. And I'm like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so this girl comes, she picks up the radio, she slams yeah. it on the ground, and the whole rest of the commercial is this girl jumping up and down over the radio. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, Ma- Maury just whispered in my ear which station yeah. it was. Yeah. It's a college station. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's so funny, though. But it, it's interesting that, you know, what do you, it's like, what, do you, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, they can, you can come for us. That's fine. That's, yeah. You can do your thing, man. And college radio has uh, no rules anyway, so. <laughs> I, got, I have no problem. Yeah, but that's just sad. Well, it's sad. It's not sad for us. I don't feel sad about no, it. It's sad for them. Of course it is. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I hold. Uh, I hold no ill will towards anybody who uh, you know feels that we are a threat in any sort of way. Mm-hmm. Because you should feel even that if way. it is a college radio station. Yeah, right. I feel. How the commercial look though? Because they probably just used some of the uh, students at the school to make the commercial, right? Oh, God. Yeah, no, it was cheaply done. Yeah. Oh yeah, low oh, budget. Okay. Okay. Just the learning. It's okay. Right. <laughs> All right, well, so Vanessa, funny. thank you for listening to the show. Thank you so much for just being who you guys are. You guys are amazing. Oh, that's awesome. You're great. Uh, and between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, for God's sake, it's Mocha. <laughs> oh, there you oh, go. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, for God's sake, don't make me pick. Jeez, but you man. Because I got to say, like, you even made my husband laugh the other morning. Like, he hears you your laugh and he husband? just it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me guess, so, your husband's granted, like a pretty, pretty grumpy guy in the morning. Uh, yeah, well, kind of. And plus, he's Guyanese, so, I mean, he kind of supports the whole, you know. But, yeah. No, he loves Mocha. Well, like the brown movement? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to sound like yeah. but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Vanessa. We got that love for you. All right. Love you guys. Bye. 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 This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, something you're going to see popping up on social media today is an anniversary, a Drake anniversary. Today, Roz, is the eight-year anniversary of Drake's Take Care album. Which one was that? What was the big hit on that one eight years ago? I'm so bad with time because Drake just releases new music like every six months. Yeah. So here, this song was on Take Care. That's just something they know. They know, they know, they know. It was November 15th, 2011. So Headlines was on there. Uh, One of my favorite Drake songs, Marvin's Room was on there. Remember this one? Cups that are rosé. Just in my old phone I should call one and go home I've been in this club too long oh, the woman I love this song so much He's happy with a good guy But I've been drinking so much That I'ma call her anyway and say Remember that song? And then the song Crew Love with The Weeknd You know this one, come on man Take Care album is also the one that had the track that sparked YOLO around the world. You only live once because it came from the motto of Lil Wayne. You already know though, you only live once, that's the motto, nigga YOLO, and we bought it every day, every day, every day. Like After the song came out, everyone was all about YOLO life. And one of the biggest songs on the album, by the way, that Take Care album won Best Rap Album at the uh, 2013 Grammy Awards. 
don't know if you remember this too, but Justin Timberlake was supposed to be on the record, but Timberlake was trying to film movies at the time. So they would never got the song that they wanted to do together. Oh yeah? Yeah. But the big song, and that sparked the whole, oh my god, are they or are they not, is Take Care with oh, Rihanna, okay. yeah, whether or not they were dating, and then it turned out that they are. So ten year or sorry, today is the eight year anniversary of Drake's Take Care album. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Drake's sports bar, pick six, had to close again due to flooding. Again. Really? You remember you opened a restaurant down in the financial district and after it got flooded in the summer of 2018. Yeah. It was so damaged and destroyed, they had to just gut and rent on the entire place. So is it the restaurant or is it the building? Because it's in the bottom of an office building, right? Yeah, it's the restaurant. So they changed it to like keep flooding to like a sushi restaurant or it used to be a sushi restaurant is now a sports bar right. and it got flooded again because yeah. they put up on IG a photo so they had to close the place down again really yeah. you know I've never heard and you know me I'm a man about town <laughs> yeah you're literally everywhere all what? the time what what I go places uh huh metro and. Christmas, Shoppers. Christmas time. <laughs> LCBO. Um, I've never once run into anybody that was like, oh man, we were at pick six on Friday. Yeah. Have you? No, never. Have you ever seen a picture on Instagram of anybody at, at that place? I mean, on their own Instagram, yes. No, I haven't. On their Instagram. No. But not. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Do you How follow many? them? How many? Like, you know. A handful of no, people. No, like on pick sixes, obviously they're going to do no, it. No, that's like, what have I you, mean. In your timeline, have you ever just no, been scrolling I've never seen through anybody. I feel and like seen that place, anybody tag that place in like a post? In the location that they're in, in yeah. downtown Toronto, I think it's just the people who work in that area that it's are wild. going there after work. Yeah. I don't think people are going out of their way to hit that place up yeah. on a Friday night or Saturday night. Sounds expensive, unless they, that place. Unless though. they live around there. Yeah, sounds expensive. Is it expensive? I imagine it's expensive. Listen, come on. A sports yeah. bar right there on Young. Yeah. It's, it's very expensive be. more. Like, what do they charge for wings? Do they have wings even? They're probably fancy wings. Yeah. You probably get like five, five wings for like 65 bucks. Right? I'll be honest. I ate there like uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, it's, what were you there for? Because um, I, I wanted to go. Because okay. like, I drive bottle, buy it all the time. Well, and you I know that fancy they pants. Well, yes, because they changed right? it wow. pick six sports, right? Yeah. And I remember I was there when it was Drake. you're a huge jock. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, you know, I'm at one with okay, the jock. Yeah. So, but it's the smallest menu I've ever seen. Yeah. A lot of those fancy places are, they do have really small menus. But when though. I was there, it turns out Drake doesn't own it anymore. No? No. Does he have anything to do? So he just, what, licenses the name? Like, yeah. He, like he sold, it's like, I guess some of his crew own it and stuff. Apparently he has nothing to do with it anymore. Well, they put oh. his name on it, so. It's, his, I, it's always going to be his joint that gets flooded. When I go to their website and click on menu, because I'm curious to know the prices of some Thank things. Thank you, yes. Our menus are currently being updated. Please stay tuned for new tastes. Oh. Yeah, like I wouldn't mind going. Same with beer and cocktail. Like all the, they the have menus a really good here. Fish taco. Was, was it good though? The fish yeah, taco was really, was good, really huh? good. I'll give you that. Yeah, I don't like fish tacos enough, I don't think. Oh, I love. Do you, you love tacos yeah. and you love fish? I know, but here's my. I don't Put love them together. fish. You don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. I love tacos and I, you love fish. You know what I mean? <laughs> when somebody says that, 
You love fish. I don't love fish, man. I've never fish. once on this show. Go back to ten years of this show. Yeah. I've never once. How many said times has he fish. said, "Oh man, oh, I, I love fish"? I can swear you fish. said that you go to the cottage and you barbecue fish. I barbecue. First of all, I've never uh, said I go to the cottage and I barbecue fish. Tell you, he's never said that. I must be confusing you with someone else I know. <laughs> yeah, apparently somebody who freaking loves I, fish. Just, uh, this is like the fantasy Roz that lives in your head. <laughs> I'll put the cottage on the weekend as barbecue yeah, and fish. Yeah, my Roz loves fish. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How many billionaires do you think there are in Canada? Oh, God, in Canada. Mm, 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 I'm going to say less mm, than 10. Mm, eight. Mm, are there eight? Mm, eight billionaires mm, in Canada. There are 41 billionaires in Canada. What? Yeah, 41? Yeah. But it's but it's different than America because in America you could say name some American billionaires and you could do like Bill Gates, you could do uh, Elon Musk, you, you could do, do Kylie Jenner, like you can name Facebook a lot. Guy. Of, yeah, Facebook guy, Zuckerberg. You could do a lot of uh, American Tony, billionaires. Tony Stark. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the 41 richest people in Canada. Um, so David Thompson is number one on the list. He's got are a they lot all of like, money. Are they all bank people? No. Um. No, um, the guy who runs like Thompson Reuters after his dad died in 2006. And I guess they, what are they, what else do they own? Like the Star, the Global Mail or something like that. But he's worth 39 billion. Wow. They got a lot of stake in Bell Canada as well. And then you have the guy number two on the list with 10.2 billion, who is oh. one of the founders of Alibaba and also owns half of the Brooklyn Nets. Then you have Galen Weston. Wait, hold on. He's Canadian? Well, he has a Canadian passport. Gotcha. But he lives Resident. most of his time in the U.S. and then all I that think money, in counting. Taiwan and everything else. Uh, Galen Weston is the third richest person with oh, yeah? uh, with President's Choice guy. Yeah, with nine billion. I like right? him. And I know you see this list, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, these guys! It's all men, and they're all so rich and everything." Sure, yeah, right. That's fine. But like, they're also really old. <laughs> okay yeah. like would you rather i know you could look at galen weston and be like he doesn't look old though okay galen weston is how old's galen weston he's, he's not gotta young. be young yeah he's gotta be galen weston's not when i young. see him in all them president's choice commercials he looks hold young hold on hold on galen now. weston he's 46 yeah see he ain't well, old no no i don't know that's galen weston jr oh I think they're talking about the old man, Galen Weston. Are they not? So he's 79. Yeah, 79. Okay, well, okay. that guy's oldest. So, but would you rather be like 79 and rich or 17 and broke? I'd rather be 17 and broke because it gives you. me more opportunity yes. to then become 79 right. and rich. Like you can look at this list and be like, oh my God, there's so many billionaires. I wish I was a billionaire and everything else. I'm like, yeah, but who wants to be 80 yeah. with all that money? You got no time left. No, to spend yeah, it all. You look down at yourself. Like you could look at your phone. You could log into TD and look at that bank account and be like, mm, "My God!" And then you take your shirt off and you look down at your stomach and you're like, "Oh yeah, right." <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, for the podcast, yep. I love doing this on the podcast, man. Hey, Mocha, yep. you ready? Yep. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss ninety two five news break. Kylie Jenner sold 51% of Kylie Cosmetics to Cody. Cody is the company that owns uh, Clairol, CoverGirl, Max Factor uh, oh, for... Man. For how much? How much? Oh, wait! Yeah. It's got to be in the, like... Like a billion dollars. No, because the company's only worth $1.2 billion. Oh, okay. So, so she's... Like... <laughs> 600 mil. Oh, 600 million. $600 million. Wow. Uh, 
Yeah, so $600 million. Uh, Kylie will still sort of uh, run the communication initiatives, uh, be the viral influencer. She's going to still sell it to her 270 million followers on social media. But the actual day-to-day workings of the company will now be run by people who know what they're Listen, doing. She can concentrate Kylie, on products. Good for you. Well, she, she's got that empire, man. Yeah. Uh, you know how I feel about Celine Dion, right? Love her. Yeah. She's a queen. Um, but she was on with Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live and said something that even me, a diehard Celine Dion fan, found so incredibly shocking, and I know you will too, Mocha. Okay. So listen to Celine's answer an explanation when she was asked if there was any song she didn't want to record. There's one song that I didn't want to record. Which was what? My heart will go on. No. It is true. Why why didn't you want to record it? I don't know. It it didn't appeal to me. I was probably very tired that day. Wow. Very tired. Thank God they didn't And my husband said, let's hold on. Yes. To the writer and he says, let's try to make it like a little demo. And I sang the song once and they built the orchestra around it. I never re-sang it wow. uh, for the recording. Actually. Wow. So the demo is the actual recording. Wow. Time. Yes, of course. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, my that performance God. on My Heart Will Go On was her phoning it in as a demo. Because she didn't want to do the song. And she never re-sang it. This was her demoing the track. Come on. <laughs> Bro. Celine. Like, that's how good you she never is. Should, you never should have released that information. That's how good she is. This is a demo? Yes. Okay, hold on. Let's listen. Okay. I see you. I feel you. She did this once. That is how I know you. Go on. I've never done anything once this good in my life. That's what she said. <laughs> I was picturing, picturing her leaning on like one leg, <laughs> yeah. like pushing all her body weight to one side, yeah. and like you know, you scrolling know. on her phone and her eyes like <laughs> rolling her eyes. No, there was no phones back then. It would have been her doing that. You know that move that women do where they turn their hand back and they look at their fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> would have been that move. But yeah, so this was just her once. Just, this is bored. Bored. <laughs> God, you're kidding me. I watched uh, Titanic with Roxy not that long ago. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did she like it? Um, yeah, I think she was okay with that. I think she was okay with it. She likes that sort of like big sort of love story kind of thing, but her favorite movie is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. We watched uh-huh. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days like again you. last night. Yeah. It's now, always on in the house. Roxy was almost 10. Did she uh, like say anything along the lines of there was more than enough room for Jack on that door? <laughs> no. oh, I tried to have that discussion with her and she was just like, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, she liked the dancing part though uh, because the dancing... He could have pulled himself up. <laughs> right, I know, I know. Uh, if you're wondering this morning why Julie Roberts and Harriet Tubman are both trending, well, that's because... So the Harriet movie was released, I think, what, last week? Something like that? A couple weeks ago, yeah. A couple weeks ago. So uh, Gregory Allen Howard is the guy who worked on the script. And he had been trying to get this movie made since 1994. Wow. And he tells the story of 
1994, he pitched the script to a studio head. And the studio head said, this script is fantastic. Let's get Julie Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. Wait, what? <laughs> and the then, slave? And then when somebody like- was in the room and they were like, Harriet's black, the studio head said, ah, it was so long ago, no one's going to know the difference. Uh, infamous <laughs> name. Okay, but I, okay, I will say this, though. The headlines that are coming out with this story are Julia Roberts almost played Harriet Tubman. I don't, as far as I know, Julie Roberts was never actually approached or was considering no, this role. The name was brought yes. up in a meeting, right? Don't drag Julia Roberts for this. But oh, I will bro. say one of the best parts to come out of all of this is the fact that Scarlett Johansson is also trending. Oh no! Don't well, tell me with tweets like, "How do you even suggest Julie Roberts play Harriet Tubman in a world where Scarlett Johansson exists?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Julia Roberts is waking up and she's going to find out this for the first time herself too? Probably. Probably. Um, my favorite. You don't think like some of the um, the the Hollywood chatter back in the day would have got back to her, where somebody said, "Hey, you know, your name was brought up for this maybe for this movie. Maybe she won't be upset that it wasn't offered to her. Maybe, no, of course not. No. Uh, so anyway, so that's why uh, those three names: uh, Harriet Tubman, Julie Roberts, and Scarlett oh. Johansson. And man, people love to drag Scarlett Johansson for her. I should be able to be able to play a tree if I wanted to. Poor because girl. remember when it was announced earlier this week that Nicolas Cage is set to play himself in a movie about Nicolas Cage? <laughs> and of course, the first response the, the first response for that was couldn't get Scarlett Johansson. I guess, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love the internet. People love the drag people. Fox TV has filed a trademark application for OK Boomer to to do a TV show. They say that it would uh, be a TV show that would feature reality, competition, comedy, and game shows. So I guess they're going to take millennials and put them head to head with boomers in some sort of task challenge thing like big brother type or I, I guess survivor or like the weakest or link any, or millionaire yeah. or whatever i don't even know fear factor survival type bear grills drink your own pee type disaster tug of war but do you remember the last time i was trying to think of like when was the last time something as innocuous and as simple as the phrase, okay, boomer, somebody then took and ran with it and tried to turn it into a network television show. Because oftentimes when oh, when, when, it, when it gets to network TV shows, everything that made it somewhat cool or relevant or viral just gets sucked right out of it and then nobody's interested. Oh, I was going to say, what about that Joe Schmo? No, no, no. You know what the last thing for me was where it was an absolute disaster? Where online the thing was really cool and then it became uncool the day that... Uh, Remember the, 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 I don't even know how the, the S word. How do you say that on, on the radio without saying the S word? Ish? Do you say that? Sure, yeah. Remember Ish my dad says? Was it, wasn't it that? Was it Ish My Dad Says or Ish My Grandfather Says or no, something like that? I remember like the that? original. It but was remember like that Twitter my, feed. My girlfriend said. No, oh, no, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. It was a Twitter you know feed. I do remember and that. And it was about yes. a guy whose old dad was like, I guess, like that boomer yes. type. And he couldn't relate to anything. And he would just quote his father on Twitter early, early yeah, on on Twitter. And it was a big hit on Twitter. it was a huge hit. And remember, they turned that into a TV show. You know, I don't even remember that. Yes. Because that's how it, quickly... Because it lasted like three episodes. Oh, that's it. So anyway, so OK Boomer's headed to television. Uh, Kristen Bell received her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame yesterday and uh, had a fantastic speech to go along with it. This star will really only know its true value when inevitably 
Finally, someone is mugged in that very spot. And as they clutch their purse, the assailant screams, let it go. And the victim will look up and say, that's not even her song, you son of I guess there's now a Maury party game, Maury Povich party game called You Are Not the Father. What? (laughs) Hold on, what? Uh, You are not the father. (laughs) NBC Universal has turned the show into a board game called You Are Not the Father. And no, it isn't a joke. It is available for pre-order on Amazon to be shipped by the end of the month. The specifics are a little vague, but they are calling it, quote, a hilarious party game which challenges players to prove their non-paternity through a series of outrageous accusations (laughs) and laugh-out-loud arguments. You are not the (laughs) Dear Santa, I know what I want for Christmas this year. Uh, So one of the things that made Joker cool... And one of the things that also made Joker frustrating was that you knew that it was just a one-off. Mm-hmm. That it was a one-and-done film. And as I'm watching it, I just wanted more. But as it ended, there were so many unanswered questions and like mysteries and everything was just up for interpretation that I found it frustrating at first, but then I actually started to really appreciate that yeah. as a film. Where you sure. mean, you will never know the sort of truth behind what was told to you for two hours. Right. You have an idea based on previous knowledge of the Joker, but in this interpretation, if you, you have no idea. No, if you just and watch the movie, you have no great. clue. I think no the movie clue. was great. It was fantastic. So there's a sequel happening. Oh, come on! No! Yes. Really? Yeah, of course there is. I know. I mean, listen, a billion dollars... So Todd Phillips is doing a sequel for The Joker. That's the story. Uh, They already had, because Warner's smart and everybody else knows this, uh, Joaquin Phoenix already signed on for a follow-up because that's the sort of deals that they do with people. And they also gave Todd Phillips, nobody knows what character it is yet, but they also gave Todd Phillips the rights for another, and people are assuming it's a villain, in the DC universe to do an origin story for. Oh, well, okay, origin story. All yeah, right. so who would you, what other villain would you like to see an origin story for done well by Todd Phillips? Well, first of all, Penguin, no. Riddler, maybe, I don't know. The Riddler's too much like Joker, so no, I don't want to see anything by the Riddler. It would have to be like a supernatural um, what's the one that killed Superman? Oh God, what's his name? Oh my God, I'm blanking. What about Lex Luthor? I guess maybe. Yeah, you're not into that. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so Joker, of course, crossed the one billion dollar mark, and it's one of only a few. DC comic book movies that have crossed the $1 billion mark. This one by far had the lowest budget. Uh, Aquaman did $1.15 billion. Dark Knight Rises did $1.08 billion. The Dark Knight did $1 billion. But uh, yeah, they did Joker on a $60 million budget and it mm. made a billion dollars. Doomsday, by the way, is a character oh, I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's options there that Maybe. you'd be okay with. All right. Uh, so Donald Trump yesterday, I don't know if you saw this, he toured an Apple factory, Apple computer factory in uh, in Texas. Okay. 
And then he tweeted, uh, today I opened a major Apple manufacturing plant in Texas that will bring high paying jobs back to America. Mm. The problem is that that facility that he toured has been making Apple computers since 2013. Oh. And and nobody nobody corrected him. Oh, no. (laughs) In fact, when they decided to open that plant to start making the MacBook Pro, Tim Cook went like on primetime television in 2012 to make the announcement. Oh, no. (laughs) Seven seven years too late, Donald. So Trump toured a plant, and they showed him a bunch of Apple products, and he's there thinking this is like the first day on the job for everyone. What a dummy. And nobody corrects him. Mm, So stupid. stupid. You know what I thought, honestly, that you were going to say? What's that? I thought you were going to say that he toured this Apple plant, and he was like bigging it up, whatever. Yeah. But his tweet read, you know, at the bottom it shows you from which device? Yeah. What it said, like Twitter for Android. <laughs> no, because I don't know. I think he still uses an iPhone, but I know that there was a while where presidents, regardless of what other technology was available, they had to use BlackBerry because BlackBerry, there was something within the encoding and encryption of BlackBerry that made it more secure at the time didn't, than both Android and Apple. Didn't President Obama? Uh, no, yeah, I think it was Ob- Obama had a BlackBerry, yeah. And he refused to give it up because they wanted him to transfer to something else. I don't know what it was. Um, so security questions when you sign up for websites, yeah. your bank, um, who knows? Like yeah. your, your your bank, your any account that you have anywhere. Yeah. Like if what is you, your mother's maiden name? What is your mother's maiden name? Those dumb security questions, right? Yeah. What is your favorite car? What was your nickname in high school? So JetBlue, the airline, yeah. adds this one to the list. It's not what was your first concert or what's your favorite color. Okay. It's what's the name of your favorite child? Oh! Oh! <laughs> you know, for damn sure, my mom's saying my name. <laughs> what's the name of your favorite child? Uh, Uber apparently are now going to let riders have journeys that are audio recorded for safety. Let me read this to you. Uber will apparently start recording audio during rides in the U.S. as part of the uh, Uber's plan for their recent safety push. The feature will let users opt in for trips and come with a warning that the journeys can be recorded. The company uh, will pilot the feature first in Brazil and Mexico in December and... It'll share the recordings with law enforcement upon request. So normally requests like this have to come with some sort of court order, but they will just simply share the audio recordings with law enforcement just upon simple request as far as an investigation goes. would say, hey, I'm recording FYI? No, Or I get into an Uber or you get into an Uber and say, hey, can you hit record? No, it's on your app. Oh, so it's on your app. And this is the thing is that neither riders nor drivers will be able to actually listen to the recording. (gasps) So what winds up happening is that if you opt in for the recording, it is then encrypted and stored at Uber. And then if you then file a complaint, you can then say, I opted in for the audio recording. Here's my complaint. Take a listen and then base your judgments on that. So it's not like you get a copy of it or the driver can then say no. Next level. Next level. All right. Right? Listen, if it's for the safety of everybody involved. Yeah. (laughs) 
This is the most Coldplay thing I've ever, like... Coldplay? Oh, God. So apparently Coldplay will not be touring until concerts are environmentally beneficial. <laughs> Get out of here. Isn't that not just the most Coldplay no. thing of all Coldplay things? Really? Yeah, and so after they made this announcement, so here's what Chris Martin said. He said, we're not touring this album. We're taking time over the next year or two to work on how our tour can not only be sustainable, but be actively beneficial. Our next tour will be the best possible version of a tour like that environmentally. We would be disappointed if it's not carbon neutral. And so Coldplay saying that they're not touring because concerts are environment are 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 not environmentally beneficial. The roasting that is happening on Twitter right now about this. It's Please tell me it's imagine like, there's a million different ways to accuse uh, to to let Coldplay know that Noise pollution is not the problem that the world needs to deal with. I was just going to say, please tell me everyone's saying noise pollution. Because that's the obvious right there. That's the obvious. So, so what are they going to do? Whisper all their songs? I know they're not touring. I know, but to like, help calm that, to I do their know. part. Like, yeah. What are you guys doing? Yeah. I don't know because they don't you want, want to, us to come up with the answers. They don't want to get on planes. They don't want to run trucks. They don't want to do all this. So stuff. what? They're going to walk city to city. They're, they're just why they're not doing it. I don't know how. I don't know how else you do this. I don't know unless you do like you start Electric doing vehicles? shows on like you start doing. I don't know. You start doing shows on like YouTube. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you get around the sort of realities of you need 20,000 people to all get to one place to see you that you don't live. Like you all have to sort of get there. Like, I don't know how you do that as carbon neutral. I don't know. Maybe there's Online. a way. Maybe there's a way. I don't know. But then you're not seeing somebody live. You're just watching Well, then something. you show up at an arena and Coldplay, y'all gonna have to whisper right? your songs. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that works. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. So these are the questions that we get from Instagram at Kiss925. And uh, we'll try to get through as many as we can right now. And first, we're going to talk to Rachel because uh, her question this week is, uh, oh, man, we couldn't pass this one up. What's up, Rachel? Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks. Okay. Welcome to the Ron Zamoka Show podcast. What's the question that you put in our comment section on Instagram? I'm curious to know. Um, if you were to tie a string to Maury's big toe, mm -hmm. what's the heaviest object he could lift? Interesting. Wow. Uh, planning this has been a logistical nightmare because the, the <laughs> problem with this, because no, no, it's a brilliant question and I yeah. too want to find out, but how do you judge when somebody is lifting something with their toe or if they're just lifting it with their leg? Because if we tied string to Maury's foot yeah. and then he just lifted it up, he's not actually lifting no, with his toe. No, you're using your entire leg. Right. So I think like right now what I'm doing with my foot yes. is I just took my foot out of my shoe. Right. And I'm just doing the motion of uh, clenching my toes and then releasing. Clench yes. and release. So I assume that's how or that's what Rachel means when she says, hey, what's the heaviest thing that now, you can lift? Can I answer toe? just quickly? Yes. Because there are times where you're on the couch and you're like super lazy on a Sunday and the remote is like way over there. Like I'll lift the remote with my toes, like scrunch it around and just bring yes. it to myself. So I know that I can bring a remote from one end of the couch to the other with my feet. Right. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Right. So what we're going to do today, and you let me know if this is okay, all right? Because this was the okay. best that we could do. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we have a bucket. Okay. okay? Like a water like bucket. Like a... A metal bucket. And then on the bucket, we have a little tiny piece of rope. 
and then a uh, a grip. So Maury can put his toes around this grip. And oh, okay. what we're going to do is we're going to start loading this bucket full of things and we have a scale that oh, we're going to that we're going to weigh everything ahead of time. Oh okay. So we'll know we won't be able to know like which object necessarily is the heaviest, but we're going to keep loading up this bucket and Maury's just going to keep trying lifting a heavier bucket until we know what his max weight is. Is that okay, okay. with you? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. 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 So what can you believe how much thought we put into this? <laughs> If, yes. you, if you're going to do it, you got to go all out. Thank you. Right? Yes. yes. Okay. So uh, some of the things. So I think we're going to start with, we'll start with the, uh, with a bucket with just like a regular bottle of water in it. Right? Okay. Uh, so hold on here. So let me, let me weigh this. So the bottle of water is 1.2 pounds. Do you want to keep track of this, Mocha? Do you need to, but you need to weigh the bucket too, so you know how much the bucket weighs. Yeah, I'm going to get to that more. The bucket itself is... One pound. So everything we do, we're going to subtract one pound, okay? Okay, so okay. the okay. water is what? The water is 1.2 pounds. 1.2, okay. Yeah, 1.2. Okay, so Maury, I'm going to come around, and I'm going to put the bucket on the floor with the water in it. Okay. Okay, here. So here, you take this. So Maury now okay, has so. the bucket in front of him, and he's going to grip... With a little toe. handle. You, yeah, you got to sit. No, no, can't go between your toes, Maury. No, 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 no. You have to curl your toes around it. Can I, like you're picking. I have to sit, but as so if you're, I'll look, look at me. As if you're grabbing this marker with your hand yeah, yeah. and you're gripping it like that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, first of all, Maury has these weird, tiny little toes. <laughs> that I don't even. I don't even know if he can wrap it around. Okay. okay he's gonna give it a one one shot here. Okay. Okay. Go. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so fail. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I was really hoping that this was going to work here. Hold on. I, look, I can't, I'm not even... Okay. Is this, is this just failing right off the hook? Yeah. No, well, no. Oh, no. It, does that surprise you? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay. There you go, Maury. Okay, Maury's going to try and attempt now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maury, oh, look, what's, are you having a hard time gripping it, Maury? Is that yeah. the deal? Yeah. Why is it Why is it so difficult for his toe? You should see his toes, Mocha. It is the weirdest thing, man. No, I'm good. It's, you're Now you're going between your toes, man. No, you can't do that. Uh, well, and you're lifting your leg. Okay, okay so... Bro, okay, like, so hold honestly? on. Okay, okay, here we go. Okay, Maury, now, now lift. Okay, go. Here's attempt number one. Okay, there... Okay, so he's got a water bottle in there now. Now I have, we'll let you choose, okay? Do you want a, um, uh, want me to insert a can of San Pellegrino? Or do you, do you want oh. me to do a, um, a full bottle. thing of squeeze bottle ketchup? Or, or a large bottle of Listerine? Or my shoe? Uh, definitely the Listerine. Definitely the Listerine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ready? How much, wait, wait, how much does the Listerine weigh? Listerine weighs. Uh, how is a Listerine? Oh, Listerine is also 1.2 pounds. Oh, really? really? The same as a bottle of water? <laughs> is it 500 mil? What's the bottle of water here? 500 mil. There we go. Right. Well, okay. I think we've also so learned something here is that 500 mils is always the same amount of weight. Not if it's in a metal can. Oh. Um, okay, more so. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, like, it's, not, it's not always the same weight, depending on what you're... Oh. Okay. Okay, so Maury, so he's going back again, so he's going to hook it around his toe, and on the count of three, Maury, you're going to attempt to lift. So ready? Yeah. One, two, three, lift. Oh, his toes are hanging on to that little thing. I don't know. It looks like he's lifting his leg a little he bit. Is, but, it, but his toe is holding no, it. Like but his that's toes okay, though, are because holding it's not it. wrapped around my toe. Okay, Maury, I'm just going to go ahead and throw the ketchup right in there, okay? Wait, so first of all... The, what's the weight? The weight of the ketchup is... Oh, shit. 
the weight of the ketchup is oh 1.5 like 1.4 1.4 pounds 4, okay okay or more move your toes move so your, we are move. currently at 3.8 pounds okay ready and there we oh. go Ke- ketchup okay. <laughs> man i ain't got time for this okay i'm just going to start throwing stuff in the damn bucket okay so Maury. okay are you ready yeah go lift okay he's lifting uh, it's ripping my. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, he got it. Okay, he Wait, got yeah. it. Throwing my shoe. Hold on, no, no. Stop the shoe. What is it with you and your shoes? Okay, we are gonna go now with two cans of San Pellegrino. Ooh, okay. Two cans of San Pellegrino is one point six pounds. Two Wait, cans two, of San. Two cans is one point six. Yeah, two cans, okay. one point six pounds. There we go. I think we're at 5.4 pounds now. Okay. Two cans of San Pal. Go ahead, Maury. No, I don't think he can do it. Hold on. Give him one more shot. He's giving one more shot. And when you do it, it's like weightlifting, right? More like you have to hold it up there for like five seconds. Come on. Come on. Come on, Maury. You got this. It really hurts. <laughs> Go for Listen, it, more. No oh, pain, get, no gain. He's getting a toe cramp. Come on, more. You got this, buddy. <laughs> Listen, you want your toes to get swollen? If you breathe out loud, it'll yeah. help you get strength. You got, you got okay, this, Okay, go. More. Do it. You got do this. It. You got this. Ooh. Ready? One. In one, two, two, two three. three. Go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. was up, yo. All right. More ketchup. Oh. <laughs> Another one? Okay. Oh, there you go. Oh, boy. Okay, we just added another ketchup. So another so, 1.4 so, pounds. Yeah, another 1.4 pounds. Okay, so Maury, on the count of three, you're going to lift, and then you have to hold it for five. Ready? In three, two, one, lift. <laughs> Ma- Maury's woo face is like the weirdest thing, man. Okay, and go. No. The room is silent. Go. Oh, Jesus Christ. I got no. it for two. I got it for two Mississippi. No, 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 you didn't. I, I, I we're, listen, man. We're the ones that count Mississippi's. You don't count Mississippi's. We count Mississippi's. Okay. Okay. Ready? But you started counting so late. Okay. Okay. In three, two, one, lift. Ooh, oh, oh. Okay. okay. No, you you got got that was less than a second. Oh. Toe cramp. Toe yeah. cramp. Okay. So, let's Rachel. go back. Let's go back to before yeah. the last catch up and add oh. that up because I think that that's his max. So f- five point four pounds. Okay. So yeah. So Rachel, uh, to answer your question, how much weight could Maury lift with just his toes? Uh, five point four pounds. It's like a small, like five point four pound thing. Although she said in <laughs> in her question, what's the heaviest object? Right. So okay, the heaviest object would be a bucket full of. Uh, a water bottle, a Listerine bottle, a ketchup bottle, and one can of San Pellegrino. No, two cans of San Pellegrino, Sorry. one can of ketchup. Don't two cans of San Pellegrino. Sorry, Mari. <laughs> <laughs> but did I do something? <laughs> no, Mari, honestly, you should be proud of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rachel. Love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, love. Z Chun Mo from oh, Ottawa. Snap. Yo, Z's been like getting in on the uh, on the podcast questions lately. All right, what is your go-to dish to bring for a potluck? Interesting. I think we talked about this recently, didn't we? Yeah, because I had to make food for a potluck. Roxy's, what would you bring? Roxy's Christmas potluck. See, for me, everybody like we had this argument because they usually at schools divide things up where this group is bringing. 
appetizers. Yeah. This group is bringing salads. This group is bringing mains. This group is bringing desserts. Which I think is smart. We had an argument of what is a main. Oh, boy. Because this is where Catherine and I differ on what is a main. Okay. Because so tell me what you said is a main and what Catherine suggested. Oh, okay, so Catherine suggested... Um, making a salad. And Roxy and I were like, no, salad is an appetizer. Salad's not a main. Right. And she goes, but people have salad for dinner all the time. And I go, yes, but that is an appetizer. My thing was, I'm like, we need to do meatballs. Can I tell you on my uh, computer right now, because I made a note? Yeah. Meatballs with tomato sauce. Meatballs with tomato sauce. And that's what I do for potluck because yeah. they're always a hit. For sure. Right? And you toast up some little breads and everything else. Like that's always a hit. But a salad, if if you get tasked with bringing a main to a potluck, a salad is not a main. No, because traditionally, a salad is meant to be eaten appetizer, before right. your main. So when you divide people up, appetizers, mains, desserts, yeah, right? Your, your the, girlfriend's wrong. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I always do meatballs. Meatballs is my go-to Same. For, for a potluck. More? Uh, green beans. Green beans? Yeah, it's always green beans. You cut off either end, put it in a thing, and away you go. Okay, what do you mean you put it in here. a thing? That is... Okay, okay. go through the process. Hold, hold so on. after you cut I, off I'm gonna, the... I'm gonna, hold on. I'm going to go to like food, fooddelish.com <laughs> or whatever it is. And I'm going to be like, okay, you cut off the ends, put it in a thing, and there you go. Yeah. Okay. So go through the process. You cut off the ends. Like either end, so the stems, and then you just put it in some sort of Tupperware tray. Done. And, oh, and you okay. can Wait, raw it. beans? Raw beans, yeah. Like crunchy beans? Yeah. With nothing else. No, that's all. And then you bring some tongs and people. Oh, hold on. No, wait, 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 wait. You don't cook the beans. No. Why? I, I don't know that's why. That's so lazy. Yeah. And disgusting. Yeah. How, beans. Do you eat that at home? Yes. No, you snack. don't. A thousand percent. So if you Except went, I don't cut off the ends. I just if you went to a potluck, you would just take green beans out of a bag, cut off the ends, and just put them on a plate. Yes. That, see, you know what? How many? When's the last time you went to a potluck? Uh, we did a potluck for Passover. Pa every year, Passover is a potluck. And you brought that to Passover? Three years in on a row. On a religious holiday, you brought that? Three years in a row. You're and it's hell. a hit. You're going Jews to hell. No, no please. 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 It's please. a hit. You're such a You're liar. such a liar. Nobody right. goes, nobody goes. Mm, Can I tell you, green these beans. raw green beans. <laughs> green beans with potato uh, kugel. Mm. Yeah, okay, but did you bring the potato kugel? No, because that was someone else's responsibility. Oh, my God. Nobody, nobody wants that at a potluck. Yeah. Nobody wants your raw green beans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, tell Auntie Susie because she was like, like, do you season them with anything? No. Or no. Oh my God. That's disgusting. Is there a possibility though that Maury comes from a long line of people with terrible taste? Uh, oh, yeah. Like, is there a chance that his family yeah. actually you enjoys... Just, that doesn't just, like, come to your mind. Like, you're born into that. Right, yeah. Like, it's part of your DNA. Yeah, like, Maury right? didn't discover raw beans no. as a meal before. Like, his dad, Frank, would have brought it to... Yeah. A party back in the day, and before Frank, it was his dad, right. and his dad before him. Yeah, yeah one of my dad's him. singles parties. If we were in the car and we we're driving to the potluck, and I got busy, and Catherine said that she was going to take care of what we were going to bring. If we were in the car, and I was like, "Oh, babes, what did you, uh, what did you wind up getting for the potluck?" If she said, "Oh, I just took a bag of uh, green beans, cut the ends off, and put them in Tupperware," I would take the Tupperware and throw it out the window, <laughs> and I would show up empty-handed and, you know, deal, and deal and with someone that. Someone would find that in the edge of the road and no, go, no, no, "Oh no, my no, god, no. glory." I would, dang. I would deal with the humiliation of showing up empty-handed to a potluck. Maybe not a doesn't follow the traditional rules of a potluck. Yeah, but always a hit. There's a guy I know. Perry, mm -hmm. anytime there was a potluck, 
he always killed it because he would bring a bucket of fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah. He'd go to KFC Absolutely. or Popeye somewhere yep. and he would just bring a big, massive bucket of chicken. Oh, do you Ma- know Maury, really Maury, well Maury, with a bucket of chicken? Second. Pause for one second. What did I tell you to do in the summer when you had to go to a potluck? Oh, order pizza. Right. Yeah. But so I'm, when you get there, everybody brings all their garbage in Tupperware. And when you show up, you pick up your phone, you call, you order three large pies. And yeah. when they show up, that's all anybody wants. Not only that, I ordered the plant-based pizzas and tricked all the oh kids saying God. that it was meat. Again, <sighs> huge hit. No. See, you're the worst. Oh my dad my pulled me aside going, God, that is genius. You're the worst. You're the all right. worst. Next question. Daylene writes this. Can you place a time where now looking back, you wish you had done more to either help someone or to avoid something? No. Um, like geez. if you saw somebody hurt and you just drove by, now you wish you went back and actually helped them? Yeah. Has that happened to you, Maury? Uh, didn't that happen a few months oh, ago no. with you guys? No, no, no. Both no. of y'all. Yeah, no. we, we saw a guy dead oh, on the ground because he walked into a pole. Yeah, like... I, will, I did I will drive say, back. I, I, we, yeah, we reversed, but we looked out the window. I, I, will, I will say this. Maureen and I have seen probably a half a dozen people on the way to work oh, early the in the morning. Oh, the jumped off the, uh, the gardener. <laughs> that we thought might be dead. Right? Yeah. Like, it happens quite frequently because we take a sketchy road to get to work. Yeah. And there was one day where... <laughs> So if you're not in Toronto, um, the Gardner is a highway and underneath the Gardner is Lakeshore and they sort of run on top of each other. And then every now and then you can get off Lakeshore and go north, but you have to go under this sort of bridge for the Gardner that is above you. Big highway. And there's no shoulders on the Gardner. One day Maury picked me up and he said, uh, he goes, I just saw the weirdest thing. And I go, what's that? And he goes, I just saw somebody walking down the Gardner barefoot. Like walking down the Gardner is like, it's a highway, yeah, right? Like a highway. You don't see that at all. And Maury goes, I just saw somebody like walking down the, the, the Gardner barefoot. And I got in the car and I was like, oh my God, that's like super weird. And then we drive down, we get off the highway and we're about to go underneath the Gardner. And as we're turning up the corner, there's a body on the road with <gasps> no shoes on from right above where the Gardner was. Yeah, we were just like, ah, uh, has to be a different <laughs> You didn't even call like it the was police so, or anything. It was so shocking. Oh, the police were there. It was so shocking, right? That like I didn't even know how to register what oh we just God. saw. Then another time, Maury and I were <laughs> another time. Okay, then another time, Maury and I were um, driving up the road, and it was uh, winter time, and there was a, a guy who looked very much like Santa who was sitting in the pouring rain, like the pouring rain on a stoop on the corner, like right at the corner, not like, like he's sitting on like a light stand kind of thing, like the corner of a light stand, like balancing himself in, I mean, the pouring rain. And he looked like Santa and he had the long beard and it was perfect. It was all wet and everything else. And then on the ground in front of him was somebody who looked like they were being paid to do stuff to wet Santa. What? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we saw that and just drove by. And that was a nightmare. And then another time we were driving up the road and we just saw a guy lying uh, on the sidewalk, 
half on the road, half on the sidewalk. And Maury goes, oh my God, that guy's dead. And I go, Maury, that guy's not dead. And then Maury drives for a little bit. And I will say this, Maury then turned around and did a U-turn. Yeah. And by the time we got back there, there was somebody who was over top of him with their phone in their hand. Uh. <laughs> and the guy wasn't moving. So did you stay? Right. Oh, but do you not remember? No, I said, we then, did a good deed today. Yeah, and then Maury goes, we did a good deed today. And I went, what, almost stopping to help somebody? <laughs> Make a U-turn. <laughs> Make a U-turn. <laughs> and then the you night. get there and you're like, oh, no, they've got it. They don't need They don't need <laughs> oh any help. We done good. God. Uh, and then, oh, God, we see some crazy stuff on the way to work, man. We really do. Like, I think maybe we've seen three dead bodies on the way to work. Oh, for real. Man. Like, honestly, honestly, honestly. Yeah, I need to take a new route to work. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know. Um, to help someone or to avoid something? You helped me with uh, my tires. Oh, yeah. If you don't know the story, uh, damn it, Maury doesn't know how to change a, a tire right. on his car. Right. And there was one day. I mean, this isn't something people need to know. You recently. just brought it up. No, I mean, like, you don't need to know how to change tires. Oh. I think it was like two <laughs> or three years ago. More, yeah. we, were, we left the building. And I had an appointment, so I was on my way, and Maury called me crying. Crying. <laughs> Mocha, I don't know what to do. Mocha, <laughs> you gotta help me. I'm like, bro, I gotta, listen, man, I got an appointment I gotta be at, yeah, right? Yeah. And I said, what's wrong, buddy? And he calls my tires flat. <laughs> And I can't, and no one's going to help me. Why is that your Maury? Because well, his mouth is full of green beans, Maury. Let the man tell the story. Yeah, thanks for bringing us to the potluck. The podcast potluck. He's crying, and you have stuff to do. And at what point do you realize that maybe you should help? Because I, he then said, well, he was like, I'm, I am standing on the corner. <laughs> standing on the what? The corner alone? He goes <laughs> I'm standing on the corner and no one's gonna, no one's helping me and I'm asked and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, bro, call a tow truck, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so I was like, I have to go. And then I just hung up and then I get in the car and I leave the parking garage and I was like, you know what? It's not that far from here. Let me go help the guy out. And I pull up to the gas station and Maury's standing there looking down on his phone and his face is... (laughs) Like bright red from crying. <laughs> mind you, like this is just a few years ago. Yeah, and, and then you, you were like late thirties <laughs> when you cried over a flat tire. So I get out of the car and I'm like, "All right, Maury, where's the spare tire? I'm going to teach you how to how to change a tire." Yeah, Maury had no idea where the tire was. Did you even know that you tire. had a spare in the car? No, that was a miracle. I wow. asked him where the car jack was, yeah. and he said, "What's that?" <sighs> So we popped the trunk, and for some strange reason, in the trunk of Maury's car, he had like six umbrellas. (laughs) He had like four short sleeve black shirts. Is that like, is that like your bug out kit? Like in like, case you need to leave, like spur the moment. Matthew says, if the God forbid we the car dies on the side of a highway, we have to stay warm. There were like a box of CDs and DVDs and like three um, snow brushes. Yeah, right. So we take all the crap out. Oh, and then <laughs> like a box of a box of latex gloves. <laughs> Why do you have latex gloves in your trunk, weirdo? What are you doing that you have to have so many umbrellas and latex gloves on you at all times? 
super weird. How so? How did your dad teach you as a kid? such wonderful lessons as how to dent a can in the grocery store to get a discount, always bring raw green beans to a potluck, but never told you how to change a tire. Because <laughs> I don't think he ever thought I would drive alone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I showed Maury how to change the tire. We changed it. He was on his way. I was on my way. Yeah. Oh, so if that God. ever happened to you but again, my favorite is Before you got there, I had no idea my tire was flat. So I'm driving home and someone's honking and waving at me and I rolled down the window going, thanks for listening. Oh, God. <laughs> so do you now know how to change a car tire if you had to? No. Oh. <laughs> All right, here we go. Lisa, what is the... Fr- I think we answered this before. What's the first thing you notice about a person? Lips. We've answered this, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think whether... Oh, right I always said like whether or not they had like dry hands or dry lips. Right. But in the summertime, it's... Uh, what do you call this? Men's shoulders. Skin. <laughs> men's shoulders that sounds so weird God. man uh, for me it's always the same as it always is which is the first thing you notice about somebody is their height because I'm usually so much taller than most people oh, I'm a sucker for shoulders uh, Lisa asks have you ever farted in a store this is another Lisa have you ever farted in a store and blamed someone else no, no, but I farted and you just walk away. Yeah, like I've ever farted in a store and went, that guy farted! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just say it so loud in Walmart? Right. <laughs> no, because that's really mean. Um, yeah, big No, I, but I have farted in a store. I think everybody's farted in a store. You just quickly walk away. Yeah. And then you watch as someone walks into your fart. Yeah. Did you see that video that went around of that woman on the security camera? Who um, diarrhea in a store? Yeah, no, in a, in a grocery store. The one she went up the escalator. No, 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 no. She was in a grocery store. There's more than one video. Yeah, yeah. no. There's a woman. There's a video of a woman who diarrhea in a grocery store, and she's like walking around the grocery store and just duck down, duck ducks down behind one of like the 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 sort of cold refrigerator, open refrigerators in the middle, and just diarrhea, and then just gets up and walks away. Oh, gross. She didn't even wipe? No. Oh, that's so, so disgusting. No, you didn't see that video? Why am no. I the only one that saw the diarrhea in the grocery store video? Yeah. No, no, man. Your y- internet is different from mine. I know. There was one I yesterday know. of a guy on security camera that farted and then turned around and dry heaved as he smelled his own fart. <laughs> 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 that's so gross. Yeah. All right. Leah asks, would you rather uh, talk like Yoda or breathe like Darth Vader? Oh, breathe like, uh, breathe like Darth Vader. Yeah, same. 100%. Breathe like Darth Darth Vader. Yeah. Do you want to talk like yeah. Yoda? No. You don't even know how Yoda talks. Ooh, funny I am. <laughs> yeah, that's Yoda. Yeah. Okay, what else? Ooh, chicken and burger. Yum. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> ooh. Hold on. Why is Yoda always saying ooh as like his first word? <laughs> yeah. That's how he starts his sentences. Oh, no, not always. <laughs> Pretty no. sure. No. Okay, go again. Okay. Ooh, water in a glass. Me thirsty. No, that's Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> yeah, you're doing right? Jar Jar. Yeah, I think you're doing Jar Jar. Do me, Yoda. And me, me say drink of water. Yeah. Right? That's Jar Jar Banks. That's Jar Jar. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, sexy Ooh. Ross is. Ooh. Okay, so that's Yoda. Ooh, tall you are. <laughs> okay. Right. All right. Andy yeah. says, uh, our socks just... Oh, God, this is so ridiculous. Okay. Are socks just gloves for your feet or are gloves just socks for your hands? Neither. They're two different things. Yeah. No, but it's a creative question. Give him an answer. Are shirts just pants for your body? <laughs> right? Good, good one. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> are, are pants shirts for your legs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are bagels just bread with a hole? No. It's well, like, yes, they are. Yes, they are, actually. <laughs> yeah. Are, Thanks are, for playing along, though. 
are hats underwear for your head? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you could you could dissect this a million different ways. You halfwit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, gloves are gloves. <laughs> Freaking socks yeah. are socks, bro. <laughs> All right, next. Are eyes just spectacles for your glasses? Excuse me. No. Are glasses no, just, just spectacles? Stop. Just stop. Just it's not going to work for you. I, I might allow you to continue eyes. if you ask that question in Yoda voice, though. More. Ooh. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Samantha Walker asks: Do you fold or scrunch your toilet paper? Fold it three times. Uh, do I fold it or scrunch it? Three times? I pull out a bit. Yeah. Fold it, like I inadvertently fold, fold it th- always three times or whatever. But how much toilet paper are you using for that one time use? Six squares. And you fold it three times. Yeah, and, hmm. then, and then away I go as I stand to wipe. Right. I usually, I think I use, because we got that like extra tick Charmin. Yeah. Like three squares and fold it once. See, but mine's Costco toilet paper, so it's not that comfortable right oh the kirkland one yes yeah. those are thin but the thing is look we bought like one thing so it's gonna last 10 years so i gotta right. get used to it i take like five sort of squares and i roll it around my index and my middle finger what and shove it up <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't do that. Uh, I fold. I think everybody folds. I think the problem with balling is that I could understand balling if you didn't want to wipe, but you wanted to dab, <laughs> right? Yeah, but who wants to do that? I don't think anybody dabs. You wipe. You wipe, right? always, yeah. You can't, you can't wipe with a balled up bunch of toilet paper. You have to wipe with something smooth. It's got to be smooth surface to smooth surface. Now, if you ask me if I were to dab myself clean, then I would <laughs> for sure ball it up. Right. And how small of a ball are we talking? Because you can ball up five squares of toilet paper pretty small. Oh, yeah. Right? Like marble size. And then you just roll it around. (laughs) (laughs) Back there and just let it pick up stuff like a tumbleweed. (laughs) Okay. Here. Fantastic follow-up question to that. What's something, (laughs) this is from Patrick. What's something you know you should clean more but don't? Oh. He says, for me, it's my wallet. Oh, okay. So (laughs) other things other than on our bodies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Something you should clean more but you don't. Something that I should clean more but I don't. Oh, very easily for me, which is uh, uh, like the clothes that I do yard work in. Yeah. Yeah. I put those jeans on in the beginning of May and they go in the laundry the end of September. Oh, they don't get washed like all summer? No. That's disgusting. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Um, David Mori. Um, the... I guess inside my car or under my desk where my boogers are. Oh. Uh, where at work? No, Stop no. It. You at home? You yeah. put you're boogers under your desk at home? In your home? own home? You're a savage, man. That's gross, dude. You're like a savage. Does Matthew know? No. What do you think he would say if you ever found well, out? Well, he hates that I put them on my under my uh, pajamas. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Don't you put them? What was that story you told one oh, time where you, you hide your boogers the in the waistband of your underpants, right? <laughs> when, you need, when you need a place to put a booger, you tuck it That's in. so gross. <laughs> like, well, then, so he knows like, about the boogers the on is, your underwear. He doesn't know about the boogers under the desk. No, but then the thing is it dries, so then you could just wipe it off. Right. Maury treats a booger oh. like it's a handgun. You know what I mean? It goes like right in the, right in the waistband. <laughs> That's so gross, dude. Should we call him and tell him? No, it's 9.30. He's busy. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. No, no, you don't need to do that. Are you Uh sure? Yeah, no, no, it's good. He has a very important meeting today. He has to do a presentation. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay, um, I don't know. For me, I would say my car, for sure. Yeah. 
Messy, always. Ugh. Um, and... Uh, oh, like the freezer? No. That's a good one, though, more because I should clean my freezer way more than I, I do. I have, like, old-ass hot dogs. I have, like, like things... There's, there's things in the back like of the freezer that are just white, and I don't know what they are. I don't know what oh, they look like so, when they started. Well, they're now freezer burned. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, I know, but I have no idea what they used to be because it's just a Ziploc bag with something white in it. Oh, yeah. yeah you should probably it's just probably get rid of that fish. stuff. Yeah. All that fish you cook. Yeah. Um, let me see. Yeah, I would just have to say my car. Yeah. And finally, this is a question that you're going to be really into, Ross. Okay. From Stephanie Lewis. Okay. Thank you for your question, by the way. Let's say ghosts were real. Would you want to become one when you pass or no? Well, they are real. Let's say ghosts are real. Would you want to become one when you pass or no? It's but not your decision. What's though. the alternative, though? You're just gone. But the ghost, nothing. All ghosts are are people that didn't find their way out. Well, of course I would like if I died. Like if I got, you know, if I got run over by a dicky D, I would like. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I, I don't want to be robbed of my, you know, of a life. So if I had the chance to come back as anything, I think you have to say yes to come back as a ghost. Anything. I you think that if, if somebody, what, like, think, what would you do? Like to terrorize or just to like hang out? And what am I allowed to do? Oh, like, am I allowed I to know. just like live no a idea. ghost life Wouldn't and have a ghost girlfriend? Follow around Catherine to see if how quickly she moves on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'd hope what, that- like scare her new boyfriend or something. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, gee, I don't know. Would I haunt people? Yeah, I think I would because there's some people that I think deserve to be haunted. Yeah, I yeah. would definitely come back as a ghost yeah. strictly like, to be able to haunt haunt people like Roz, you would hang out at the cottage or whatever just so that the people that bought the cottage after you died couldn't enjoy it why would somebody buy my cottage after i died well Catherine's moving on with another boyfriend and she doesn't need the cottage why not well because he has a cottage well why can't they just have two cottages like yeah well because i'm sure his cottage is like you know glorious and they want to live there who's Catherine's new boyfriend like close your eyes what does he look like oh wow Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice shoulders. Yeah, nice, nice shoulders he has. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bean farmer. All right. <laughs> there we go. We've tied everything in together there. You know what the sucky thing, though, about being a ghost is? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us. Thanks, your Mark. experience. Yeah. Is that you are stuck wearing whatever it is that you wore when you died. Right. Like, it's like you, if you died... Yeah. In horrible lawn clothing, that's what you're going to be wearing in your ghost days. Yeah, that's fine. Oh no, but that's perfect though for yeah. a ghost. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you know that's if, fantastic. If you died in your underwear, you're ghosting in your underwear. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I would have no problem with that as long as I don't get cold. I would have no problem haunting in my underpants. <laughs> Ghosts don't feel cold. No, I would. Then, then I'm ha- I'm haunting you in my underpants, man. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Every week, you'll see us post on Instagram at Kiss925, uh, Ask Razamoga. That's where we get these uh, ridiculous, creative, and uh, hilarious questions from. So feel free to load up the comment section, and we'll catch you on the next podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast, powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss925, Kiss925.com, or download the Kiss925 app.